Who knows more about music than us? The device is a black podcast playing all genres with a sprinkle pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you And it's from Yellowshirt. Actual recording is higher quality. Yeah, because I never know when I can start until you say that. It's been a minute since we've been in it. You should be living in it. Put the size back into your subscriptions. <laughs> Why? Same. Don't kill the vibe. Just follow the size. That's just how we roll. You know what it is. What it is. Okay. How we roll. Hey, you know what it is. Like that, that, that. <laughs> That's a, that is a hit. <laughs> Welcome back to the cast. Welcome back, Sierra. <laughs> Stephanie think that she Esther Dean with that impromptu songwriting just now. <laughs> Where is S A? I would love to know. Where is the bean? Come on the case. <laughs> because I need to talk to her about Gotta Be Your Man with Chris Brown. Not no. See? <laughs> Not no. You took it back, back, back. People used to do hit music like casually. Used to do is funny. Used to do No K Michelle. Hard to do. Hard to do. Used to do is Latoya Lucky. Right? Used to be. Child. <laughs> oh, Latoya Lucky is just called Used to. Esther Dean's Baby Making Love. Come on, Dean. What is you doing? <laughs> what is you doing? It's funny. Can't play the song, but y'all are here one day. Don't kill the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to stay alive, okay? Are you ready? Listen, you know, uh, so what's, you know, what's going on and things, you know, how we usually start the show? Well, um, we are celebrating, well, we is a strong <laughs> word, but I'm using we loosely. We're celebrating my half birthday this weekend. I'm wow. turning 37.5 the day after this episode comes out. What's everybody getting me? Oh, <laughs> the registry is open. Baby, and it's all wigs. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say all essence because you know today the last day for the sale. Oh wait, hold up. Tack onto that wish list before eleven fifty nine p.m. EST, doll. They be lying though because those kids been having the sale. They say it was over five days ago. They say you got two hours left. What is That's the truth, everybody? Tries it because they are going to do this again in November. They always do an end of the year joint, but this private sale. It's about to be over with, and I have things to buy. And stuff is not down as far as I need it to be, which is annoying. (laughs) Stephanie be going to Essence and saying that it's like $5 difference. I'd be mad if I were you. They making me mad because it's like, y'all can go down more. I've seen y'all go down more. Anyway, back to the case. Um, Celebrating my half birthday. We're starting the festivities on the day that we are recording. And then on Saturday, Rihanna is having her birthday extravaganza brunch. But I have to be at work, so I'm going to miss that. But then we're going to go to this um, new hood club that is Instagram looking on the inside called the Billionaire's Lounge. Oh, my God. Instagram. They're going to get us a ball for her real birthday and my half birthday. That's cute. I love that for y'all. Hey, Rihanna, what's going on? 
It's going to be a good time. In the Lord. It's going to be a good time. So that's all I've been up to. Um, yeah, that's really it, child. <laughs> so, same, I guess, on my end, nothing really different. I, my birthday is next month, so it's like I'm about to be out of town and in and, and everybody else's city. Okay, with your rounds. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, pack your bags. The size is going to New Orleans for my birthday, but whatever. And then we're going to talk about concerts, but I have a few more lined up before the end of the year. We talked about Venus Retrograde last time. I'm almost through with that, I guess. So but damn, Mercury Retrograde finna start, so... That will affect me differently, though, so I'm going to be in a better place, doing better things like Sierra and Summer. Did you like better things? I did. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to be like Dre and put that on my deluxe version of CC. Which we need to discuss. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess we can start music with the news so we can get right to it. Gang, 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 gang. Right. So, don't nobody like Drake for me, but he been looking bad and it's blowing me. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't like the new Samino hair that he debuted. The skin is puffy, giving alcoholic father. Like, I don't know exactly what is going on with Aubrey V. Graham, but I need him to figure it out soon because he looked nice at the tour. I just seen him live. He looked fine. And then he taking out the little boy braids on the on the interwebs. He got them clips in his head. You are not Smino. Smino is fine, first of yeah. all. Smino looks soft and cute and cuddly. Ooh, all things that like. And Drake is starting to look a little hard. The white is like poking through. Even with all the work he's gotten done? Work don't change skin type. Oh. I don't know. I'm not diagnosing the girls. I really think that I'm Lori Harvey, but I mean, not Lori, her too. I really think I'm Lori Hill and I'm not, but I just be telling people what I think my predictions are and. Mm. You'll be off. So. Because I told everybody, and I meant what I said, Drake definitely got a blethroplasty. Them eyelids are different. No, his whole face has been reworked in some ways. In some. Wait. <laughs> well. Well, can I just say, it'd be so funny finding out where the, the group chat stands with stuff. Because Madden just alerted us today that he don't see Drake no more. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. Madden has been like... Ending his career with several people. <laughs> because he had had some choice things to say about Miss Doja Cat as well. Demon Doja. He called that lady Demon Doja. I hung up the phone. And he was being text. <laughs> I haven't brought this to the chat just yet. But I don't know where I stand with Sexy Red. Happy for her to be attached to the Drake's It's All a Blur tour. I cannot say that for some reason. But... Notifications. Oh my god, not a for fucking cations. I don't this this case is not about the real housewives of Atlanta, but we need to have a section about these interviews at some point. <laughs> Carlos King cannot talk. He said Detroit baby notification. It makes me upset. Ugh. At first I didn't know what she was talking about because I'd be ignoring him when it's just him talking. Um, but I finally listened to it and I fell completely out. That thing. That thing, that thing. 
<laughs> I don't need to be. Yeah, I mean, good look for Sexy Red to be on the tour. I know she's doing her thing, feet out at all, but I. It is something about it that is a bit merch for me. Is she like too ghetto? I know it's not too ghetto. I think fizzy. (laughs) And I said I know it's not too ghetto. (laughs) I don't want to say that it's too ghetto, but I definitely have an aversion to country things and it borders the line of country that I draw everything at. <laughs> like yeah, country boot, and like the affiliation with Sukiyana is just a little caricaturing for me. I don't like it, but Sexy Red got some songs I like, so I'm trying to stick beside it. What um Sexy Red songs do you like? Hellcat, SRT. That's when he put. Yeah, put I'm on my ass, out of cold ass, do the dash and make my coochie leap. Hey, <laughs> that little dance. That's why she's doing so hard. Like. You can tell how her mom act based off of her because you know her mom was lit in the 90s and you know that's how her mom danced. Those are the things that I like, right? Like that's everything that I want to uphold and uplift about Red. But the moo-moo at soundcheck and shit like that is like not cute to me. I I feel like it needs to be a little more cute. More polished. Yeah, like girl, what are you doing? If she if she's allowed to stay around, she'll have a similar trajectory of Cardi because she she is the Midwest Cardi to me. Like we haven't seen a girl that was like real for real life ghetto and not like a ghetto cute girl. Like Lil Kim was ghetto, but like in a in a bad girl, like in a a a, a get money girl kind of way. Yeah, I mean, like, Cardi was kind of like dirty girl a little bit. I don't know if. Dirty girls is like a Philly descriptor. You might not necessarily be dirty, but it's just like a term that we use for that kind of girl. Yeah, and I think like I, the kind of girl that wear like pajama pants outside. Yeah, I think that that's too ghetto. Like, yeah, like that's how Cardi is. So and we've seen how Cardi has elevated and found. So I feel like if Sexy's ever allowed to be around long enough, she's definitely not going to go as far as Cardi in terms of elevation because I think that will probably make her uncomfortable. But I think that she'll level out a little bit. She gonna have to leave Sukiyana at home. And you know where I stand with Big Sook. Yeah, so... Pretty girl, but Suki... Now, Suki is doing caricature for real because I don't know... I mean, I'm probably the only person that keeps up with her. That's my age. But she be flip-flopping on her give. Like, she do the I'm extra ghetto who she thing that she's doing now. But then, like, in a few months, She's going to be like, oh, I really am embarrassing myself. Da, 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 da. I need to stop doing that. And then a few months later, she'll be back to it. So it's like you can never keep up with her. And then you see her family. And her family is like Upstanding. not ghetto at all. Yeah. None of them have her accent. Um, She's nothing like her family. I'm not saying you got to be exactly like your family. But if you grew up in a house with certain people and you got like four sisters and your mom and your dad and they all act the same and you don't act the same. It's giving fat. Yeah. I but when she being herself, she do carry like her family. I see that. Like if you ever go to like some her YouTube videos sometimes, and when she's on her like, I need to turn my life around, I'm manifesting, I need to do this. I, you know, my kids is doing well in school, da da da. When she on that type of time, she a completely different person. Hmm. And I'm like, I like sexy because she the same all the time. And I know she really liked that because when it be like clips of her mom, her mom act just like that too. 
a girl. Because there's certain aspects of sexy red that you like literally can't play. Like she is the authentic daughtress of rap currently. Like that's really how she act. She had on some fucking free my baby father shorts the other day at the basketball game. Like she don't care. No, but she love him. He in every single song she got. Yeah, it's weird. My baby daddy, y'all be hating on him. That's funny to me. <laughs> but then she got another song where she be like, she like, my baby daddy don't want to see me happy. And I'm like, damn, girl. A lot of girls can relate. But <laughs> I also, mm, I don't care enough to like have a super strong opinion either way. When mm-hmm. it's sexy and there are so- songs enough that I like for me to be like, okay, I just won't pay attention to her when she getting on my nerves. That's all. Mm. A calf tag sound check is really wearing me out, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, you made a good point about Lil Kim's level of ghetto. Like, that's definitely a ghetto girl. She gave very much so drug dealer girlfriend, aspirations to be rich, booster friend, like all of that. Right. I like that. <laughs> and sexy is very much like um, I ride around with my man while he do drills. Yeah, and no. I and I assist loading the gun. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. I mean, you saw her pregnancy pictures, her professional pregnancy photos. Yeah, I know. I'm sad about it. Her and the baby father with them rifles. That's what I'm saying. It's a bit, like, that's just not, I don't know. I'm from Southeast and it just, I don't know. I feel like I can't say but so much on this because upbringing. But at the same time, yikes. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm not far off in, in hood, but like, baby. Yeah, it's a different level. Yeah. It's definitely a different level. Um, but if anybody is like, oh, I didn't like Pound Town, where should I go with Sexy Red? I would definitely say Hellcat SRT. Ahead. I would definitely say Ski. Ahead. I would definitely go to the old mixtape and listen to Ghetto Freestyle. Listen to um uh, uh Sticky Yicky. She said that nigga broke my heart. I couldn't even go to work. Oh my god! I'm, I love when Stephanie do the homework because I'm not going back that far into that girl life. But I listen to I listen to her ghetto superstar mixtape all the time. Like literally, look at my phone. I just opened up my phone. She should. I literally pause my bitches to come record the case. My bitches, I love that song so much because it reminds me of Eve's "My Bitches." Um, she's like, I don't know what my bitches call when it's time to act a dog, and it's like a dancey or beat. So I like that too because it show her range. Like I feel like the ghetto superstar project show more of her quote unquote lyrically and beat differentiation. So mm-hmm. yeah, go to ghetto superstar. And then mm-hmm. he ain't picking up his FaceTime. He can't use his face. I'm on his face now. I don't want your bag. I just took him for his rags. And when we leave them all, we gonna call your ass back. Hold up. This show BM. Pick up that damn phone. You with that bitch, I'll beat your ass when you get home. Okay. I got your kids, boy. You know your ass wrong. Fuck up relationship. This shit don't last long. Now that I identify with. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Sexy. I don't have too much of a problem, but girl, get on my way with that caftan. And then Drake's still getting on my nerves. We was talking about him earlier. I'm trying to circle back. Because For All the Dogs still didn't come out yet. And what's going on? Granted, the nigga that put out four albums in the past two years, and I'm trying to figure out why. But because I like them all, I haven't asked. Do that make sense? Mm-hmm. See? Because you have Certified Lover Boy, then you have Nevermind, the Dance Dance Oons Oons Gay, and then it was the joint with 
21 Savage, and now for all the dogs about to come out, it's only been one tour since all of these, and it's been almost two years. That's a lot of music. Hmm. I just want to sit him down and ask him what's going on. <laughs> Rihanna, I feel like he every time Rihanna do something in her life with like family, he just spirals. Like she just had her baby, and here he come with the smino hair looking crazy. But like he did the smino hair after the false allegation that she had the baby. We just got proof that she had the baby by way of a reputable source this week. Well, Angels isn't even that reputable because they they said somebody else said it. And they didn't even say sources. They was they referenced some other outlet. But if you do the math, she had that baby. She been quiet for a month. And I know her cousin died too, but she was quiet before Tanella died, R.I.P. So she definitely had that baby. And he would know, like, somebody told somebody that told somebody. And now he out here being crazy with the part and being weird. He did something else weird too on Instagram. What was it? The part is nuts. <laughs> Oh, him pretending to braid that little baby, that white baby's hair. Yeah, I said something about that earlier when he was unbraiding Adonis's braids. No one cares. First of all, we know you want that boy to be browner than you, and he not, and you're dealing with that as well. I just don't like for all of his, you know, my qualms about him to be coming to the surface. These are supposed to be things that we talk about in private, Drizzy. Drizzy, stop. <laughs> I hope she didn't have a boy. I hope she really did have a girl. The, everything that I have seen so far has said, boy, I'm more concerned with Rihanna being a Pisces, ASAP Rocky being a Libra, and that baby being a Leo. That house is about to twirl. What do that mean? A lot. So, uh, you know you and you know me. That's a lot already. And then Leo... All world to me, but sure. <laughs> the all world to me. We get points made. <laughs> Leos are just a lot. Like I don't. It's a it's a conversation for a whole nother episode. Honestly, oh, I always say that Leos and Libras are very similar, but Leos' intentions are different, and like they do a lot of things on purpose that might come to a Libra naturally, or a Libra might be very aloof about. But the similarities are like life of the party, star of the show, very self centered, but like not always in a bad way. But I think Leos is in a bad way. Mm-hmm. They can be very like manipulative. It's a lot with them. Like, I don't know nobody who's had a sex- successful relationship with a Leo man. I'll Ooh. say, I love Leo. I love well, I love Leos in general. I was about to say I love Leo women, but I actually do love Leos. I just should not love the men. Yeah, but my, again, we talked about this last time. My Venus is in Leo, so I receive and attract and pursue in a Leo way when it comes to romance. Mm. So that energy is, it's something about that energy that I really fuck with. And I be feeling like Leos and Libras match me in my um, intentionality in dating the best. Mm-hmm. But it goes sour with with the Leos a lot. Like, mm-mm. Not sour candy. Fucking Lady Gaga and Blackpink. Sour candy. That should have been a video. I'm still upset at Gagum for that. Wait, so what's the what's the first baby sign? I don't know, because they leaked a bunch of stuff about him, and I, I think he might be a Taurus. I might have made that up. Mm, you made that up! <laughs> <laughs> he was born in March, right? March or April? No, he was born like May or something. Let's see. May is 
April, May is Taurus. Because both of my parents are Taurus. And their birthday is a week apart. Annoying. Not the cast having a Zodiac section. Yeah, the baby birthday is in May. Okay, so he's probably a Taurus. Okay. Is the beginning of May? Um. Well, they said they had the party May 15th. No, he was born May 13th. He might be a Gemini or a cusp of Taurus Gemini. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'll be like, okay, Pisces. <laughs> Zicka dicka Dale. Hey, come on. I'm raising hell. <laughs> Doll stratosphere. <laughs> we just got some um on the ground reporting by way of on the ground reporting is hilarious. Always. By way of Instagram that Diddy finally gave us an album release day for this love album. We've what? been waiting for centuries. The thing about it is as strange as he can be and as like controversial as I think his being is in his later days. Oh. His later days? Like, I ain't want to call him old. <laughs> later days sound like he finna die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now you put him in the grizzies. I don't wish death upon nobody, but Diddy's weird. So like, I love, and I'm going to just be positive, I love when he gets all the girls in the studio mm-hmm. and makes it like a moment because it was 511 niggas in the Dirty Money Room was for every song. And I feel like he's following that same thing with this love album off the grid. Because even just from the video, I seen Hit Boy, I seen Jazzy, I seen... Tank. I seen BJ the Chicago Kid. Did I see Miguelita or was that just my eyes? You saw Miguel. You saw Evan Ross. I don't know what he was there for, but cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't Mick- know what she do. Like, Be married to Ashley Simpson and dress cute. Oh, not a bad lifestyle. At all. I mean, if I was Tracy Ellis Ross' brother, I wouldn't care who knew nothing about me. <laughs> It's no shame. That is the dog. <laughs> what twins? <laughs> a job. We totally forgot to talk about um, Kiki Palmer in that video with Usher, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, actually. Ooh. I just, Usher has a bomb new song out with Summer Walker and 21 Savage called Good Good. This boyfriend song don't do nothing for me. Good Good made me want to go to the residency. Get your ticket. Oh, wait, they're going to sell fr- Friday. Yeah, and I'm poor. Or at least I'm treating myself like I'm poor. Uh-huh. Whatever. We'll chat offline. I just have a lot to do. Yeah. Well, shout out to Love, the baby, <laughs> and the album. <laughs> Summer back recording. That's cute. I need her to calm down. I don't. I don't necessarily want... I know that Summer is famous for giving us heartbreak hotel like music but I don't I wanted a little bit of growth and I don't know if that's what we're going to get so post clear 2 I'm interested to see what her give is going to be me too um, I wonder if because she's been out having so much fun with the mom crew mm-hmm. mom crew being fellow mothers 
Sexy Reed and um, Suki Hanta's. She'll make more upbeat kind of songs, but that that fit her. That fit her. Like I like X for a reason. I know she hate that song, but it's because it's not her. But I'm wondering if she'll give more fun music now. But what is even what is an example of a fun upbeat summer song? Grave. I would say Grave. Um, that right there. Um. I love that right there. I love that right there more than X for a reason. I do like it more than X for a reason, but it still doesn't feel like a summer song to me. Mm. But do Grave feel like a summer song? Yeah. Okay. I love Grave. Y'all know how I feel about Grave. I like Grave because it gives me what Summer gave live. Right. But I don't know if she... She wanted to that all the time, but she feel like she can't. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Because I even expected to hear something similar to Grave All Clear too, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. It was absent from the album. Well, work. I also need her to be single for a second. Please. Because I would be interested to see what that type of music sounds like. Too. Just like, hey, I'm having fun. I don't need a nigga for a second. It's just, I don't know what it is that, I don't know. She's just one of them girls that just can't be single. I don't like that for her. I don't like that for anyone, but I really don't like that for her because it feels like it impacts her. And it's like you got three kids, like, like where's Bubbles? Bubbles, you been doing a little homework or whatever. I think I asked that last episode too because I still don't know. If you go to her IG, Bubbles be on there all the time. Oh, <laughs> Bubbles and them twins be in their little playroom coloring and doing their letters and stuff. Doing their letters is funny. A mom, I like that at least. A mom for real. She really be momming. She'll be like at the club or skating or somewhere, and then in the morning time it'd be videos of her with the kids. I like that. Carisha. Bro bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should be taking them kids to school in the morning. It don't matter what type of night she had. Don't play. I love that. Set the alarms. <laughs> um so like I thought that Lizzo was going to go to jail, but apparently Doll is fighting back. She's suing the dancers that came against her. I kind of know that's right. (laughs) I kind of know that's right. The thing is, she's suing them for what? What money they got? They on her payroll. So what she going to sue? What she going to get? I never understood how that works because do you just automatically go in debt if you get sued by somebody and lose and you don't got the coin? Just give an IR and the S. I'm, that is scary to me. Woo. Oh, and the S. <laughs> I mean, lewd behavior be damned. Lizzo's attorneys are saying it's newly surfaced photos that showcase the dancers in question returning to the topless cabaret a month after. And they... Took photos with the performers. Without Lizard? Without Lizard. So, like, y'all are treating the topless joint like it's Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and you're over here trying to get Lizard caught up, and she said, doll, no. And everybody's glad, so glad they came. (laughs) I love that song, actually. I wish I had a Cheers. Yeah, prayers to the attorneys and the litigation. Prayers to the attorneys is funny. (laughs) 
prayers to all of them. The jury, the the verdict. I don't care. Like the judge, the gavel, Kaya. Um, Love her. <laughs> the cast also owes y'all content. That's why. So be on the lookout for definitely all of the concerts that we went to in between time. Oh my God. That is a song. So I guess he was my part-time sometime, meantime, in between time. And I guess I wasted his time because he's leaving me. Sing SNL. Don't nobody know that song but me. It's okay. Oh. I wasn't going to be able to play it anyway, Spotify. <laughs> but some concerts that we have coming up are Victoria's Monet. Yes, I cannot wait. I'm um I have some brown um looks I need to get um approved from by Corey. Cause I'm wearing brown. Oh, oh. Victoria Monet's gender expression is a neutral. <laughs> it is so funny. That lady be bronzed. Like every shade Ooh. of rainbow. The rainbow is hers and hers alone. Um, I, we also need to learn the All My Mama biography, specifically the part where they they transition into the, the coat of the person behind them. Yeah, love we, that. We need to learn how to do that. We need to make a reel. So we need the size Letterman's. That's what Dude. I hear. <laughs> and then we probably need the co-host to help us do that. You need more than two people. Do. So who come in on the cast and learn the biography? If you can't dance, do not sign up. You got to pay for your own jacket, though. Whoop. <laughs> and there's no shit. We need to practice the um the the Katie the Katie mm-hmm. got bands. No, the uh, oh yeah yeah that is the Katie got bands. <laughs> okay, so I got us on the hoopty choreography. I know. Okay, that part. On top I, don't, of- I, I I don't dance hard like the girl though. You don't have to. Victoria's not dancing hard in the video. But I feel like that. It looked once I seen zoned in on that one girl dancing so hard, I feel like it only looked good hard now. Oh, I like the way that the video captures all the girls. Mm-hmm. I think Sean Bankhead's choreography to me is everything because he has a specific style, but he still make everybody look different. Mm-hmm. Like this, don't look like Normani Wildside. It don't look like Up. It don't look like nothing Missy Elliott be doing. Don't look like Lil Nas X, and he do all of them all the time. Mm-hmm. So. I think that he leaves room for interpretation. So you could do it at any intense a T. <laughs> well, you know, I try to make everything slutty. So it's like. Okay. Y'all ain't see what she just did, but I'm sick of it. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to have an autography there. I'm going to practice. I am not playing. I'm going to do it. Me um, and Jay need a hoopty because I, <laughs> like it, Paul will know my name. <laughs> this no Sade. Are y'all going to Toria together? No, I'm going here. Oh, you know Dre be in every in every random city. I think that Dre is low key on the street team, and he's just not telling us. <laughs> One he is, every Joyce Rice performance, every Victoria performance. So he haven't even gone on real tours, and he been at every city. Where did this announcement even happen at Andre in the room filming? <laughs> we got to bring Dre episode back to the streaming because that was a good episode. We got to do a lot of things. State of the girl. Listen. Or well, we can have him come to another one because it still matters. 
matters. Yeah, and then, um, but before, actually the day after Victoria, I'm going to go see Neo and Mario. It was Neo, Mario, and Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke has parted ways, and it's now Neo, Mario, and Pleasurable P. We'll see how that goes. Do you know why Robin Thicke pooched? I don't. Maybe it was maybe it was the backlash from Mario and Neo that he's backing up because Mario wrote the letter in support of Miss um, Yeah, Sister Lanes. And then Neo. I don't I was offline, but I know people were mad at Neo about something about gender. I don't know, because then he was being homophobic, which is weird. Like people were like being he said something I don't know what he said. I just seen people cursing him out. Mm-hmm. And um, so people were saying homophobic stuff, but it seemed like he said something that's also homophobic. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> so I don't know. Maybe he wants to back away from that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would have been in bad taste for him to stay. So I get it. But it would have been a better show with Robin than Pleasure P. Yeah. Oh, well. What about you, Doll World? So after Victoria, I have James Blake, which oh, you- I'm, alleged- I'm allegedly coming. Yeah, so hopefully I see you with that because we could be in the same city. And then... You're going Friday or Thursday? Whichever day is in Brooklyn. Both days is in Brooklyn. Oh. We'll check offline. I have to check. I don't know. Okay. But Uh, I I actually think it's Friday. Oh, okay. And then I uh, am going to Little Dragon. And then lastly, so far, I have Doja. Uh, what day is those? It's November here. I need to put it on my calendar because I'm a. Uh, we'll see. The what, way that for her, it's not going to be sold out. But I don't. I mean, you might have time. I'm about to look. It's definitely not going to be sold. No concert is ever sold out because scalpers buy everything. So that's true for venues like this. I've learned, but Victoria Monet, since she's doing like a smaller venue tour, she's really sold out. Somebody gonna have some tickets the day before a day of watch. Well, one of my best friends be scalping tickets. I'll give you his information. <laughs> what do he do? All cities or is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna blow up his spot, but yeah. Work. Let's talk offline. Right. Where is DC at? It's like the week after Thanksgiving, or the week, or the day, the week of. Oh, Thanksgiving the twenty third. Yeah, I think it was the week after. You know, Listen, I, got- I can go see her in Charlotte for $60. She's $50 in Miami. Doja? Oh, I would be in Miami. <laughs> on, the, on the resale, it's $50 in Miami. The tickets probably drop because she's been so controversial, but I think that the controversy is going to help sales when the album comes. I'm putting all her all her dates in cities I care to see her in. I don't need an excuse to go to Miami. I might go again. What's the date? The 21st of November. Oh, that I'm going to still be in Jamaica. But, um, you know, a Benny Lydia and Ernie. I'm supposed to be going next month. I'm supposed to go this on Sunday, but, um, my ragamuffin is supposed to come on on Monday, and I don't want to be in Miami on my period. Good night, everybody. And I'm not cutting that out. So, Leah live in Miami. I'm supposed to be hanging out with her Labor Day weekend. Really? Love the doll. But Ron got me staying in South Beach, and I hate South Beach, and Leah do too. So she was like, well, tell me when you get the Brickle, sis. Why? 
It's this gay hotel. I'm trying to balance the gay and the give. Like my give don't have nothing to do with that when it comes to Miami. But I've never experienced some of the stuff that he thinks is so fun. So I was just like, okay, I'm down, you know, whatever. And we go be there before everybody else get there. So I may as well. That like famous drag show that happens on Sundays is there. And then I don't know. I just heard it was a good time. So whatever. I'm trying to be in solidarity with, I don't know, the gays. It's fine. <laughs> He know it's, I don't. It's so funny to say it's fine because it don't be fine, but I be making. <laughs> when you say it, it really don't be. <laughs> it really, really don't be. I don't know what the break about to give, but it's time to take one. I mean, again, y'all, it might be us singing through it because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it, love. I'm doing it, doing it, love. Yeah. I'm finally giving it what. Uh. uh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm giving so much in the past. <laughs> Sing Michelle. <laughs> For a love that will always I'm too witty. Uh, I would not be able to play music, but what are we going to do? It's a commercial break. And we got a guest on the other side, so work. On the other side of Thu. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited to chat with this doll. Been trying to get her on the show for a while now. Well, work. Hey, co-hosts. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area and looking to plan an event or book travel, we've got just the place for you. Concierge Co. is a luxury concierge company servicing the nation's capital and the surrounding metro area. So we don't say DMV on the cast, but you know what that means. This vibe curator specializes in event and travel planning, inclusive of transportation arrangement, curation, and ideation. Be sure to check out their Instagram at concierge&co underscore DC, or just go straight to their website, concierge&co.dc.com, and tell them that the Size Podcast sent you. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the show. I live. Uh-oh. Stephanie, do you want to introduce our illustrious guest? Oh my God, y'all. Not only is the cast back, we're back <laughs> with guests. And not just any guests, like actual dolls. Dolls. Dolls of our world that should be dolls of your world if they aren't already. But you know, to be fair, our co-hosts are hip with the hip of the things. And are. you should definitely be hip to today's guest because we have been on Oprah Rose. Oh. Years ago, yeah, and Oprah is finally coming to see us. Clap it up, everybody, for TT. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, yes, happy to be a part of Doll World. Listen, a location, a location, like, right? A, a location and a longitude. <laughs> so stupid. So for anybody that doesn't know who you are, if you can give a quick bio and share a little bit about Oprah Rose. Um, I'm a Leo. I love Popeyes. Um, I love my favorite activity is to sleep and be, I want to be a bed. If I could, I would be a bed. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, I'm TT. Um, one third of the Oprah Rose podcast. We've been doing it for like, Damn, it's so long. We've had so many iterations of our lives now at this point. I, I think I lose track of it and I'm always wrong, but it's been like seven years or something Y'all like that. Y'all like, for a minute. A minute. It's been a very, very long time. Um, you know, it's like our diary of sorts. I feel like, like 
you know, our first episode compared to where we are now is so different. Like we were so different. The girls were, I mean, I'm still chaotic, but like, it was just full blown chaos. At yeah, all y'all were crazy. crazy. One of my favorite stories is the fuck fest in the, um, Benny Hanna's. Benny Hanna with Louis Vuitton. Everybody dog. that was blowing the bathroom up. I will forever laugh at that episode. Forever. Yes, yes, yes. Somebody was having sex in the bathroom and there was somebody in a stall next to them and they were having sex. Now, yeah, see, it, we were pure chaos, okay? That was New York in the young days. It was. Now the dolls are like grown moms, like career changes so much. So, I mean, that that should be life anyway. So it is, that's why I said it's like our diary of sorts. And then we discuss music and current topics, all of the things. And I get all Whoa, my world. news from Oprah Rose because I don't read or watch the news because it's too depressing. So days, I get updated on what is happening in the world. <laughs> we, I know we need to bring that back. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how I'd be like, so what is going on in the political sphere? Like, because I don't like <laughs> you do. You reflect and be quiet. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You really yeah. do I don't. Mm-mm. That's my, that's my hood politicians. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. Gigi and Didi will start going off as if they're in political mm. debate. And you'll just be like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Be like, for real? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that, those are my political pundits. Okay, because like you said, I do not watch the news. Okay. <laughs> I do not. My father would be like, how do you not know what's going on with the world? I was like, well, I mean, was it on Twitter? Like, I feel like I would find out about it if it was on Twitter, if I really needed to know, you know? So. Twitter is definitely where I get my news from because by Fox 5. Like, I just can't. <laughs> I really like don't have the wherewithal capacity decorum. It's not in me to watch that shit no more. Bye. No, by Fox Five screaming. <laughs> Wait, but did we? Did you mention that you were also from Baltimore? Because I think it's oh, I did not. that Philly, DC, and Baltimore is in the building. Oh, I God. did not. Yes, it's real ghetto. Loud. It's, right. It's always four one zero. Okay. Be right back. Do, 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 do. Oh my god! Right, I mean, we're not part of your your um your spiritual practice, but Philly and Baltimore, we see each other. Exactly right. You know, I don't do the go go. I'd be like, Mm-mm, no, yeah, miss me. We've had this conversation, and I've been just like, it's cool, it's fine. I don't. I don't even do Afro beats. I told somebody that earlier today. I was like, I'm really oh, basic. This yeah, is a whole I'm... other conversation. Were yeah. you in our text today? Because we've been going off about what is going on with the Afro <laughs> and why is everything Afro Like, no, like are we going to do this right now? Because I have things to say. Oh, it's an agenda. <laughs> I don't. Agenda. Do Shout out to Justine Sky. Oh, music. <laughs> music. Wow. <laughs> Hit. AOL first listen, like <laughs> I could not. This is a clown show already. Yeah, I'm sick of us. So, what we are actually here to talk about started because of us going off on Twitter daily, right? Mm-hmm. So daily, I love y'all. Like y'all are my favorite. Like if there was a top five, y'all are in my top five for sure. Same. same. I'd be like, we have to get TT on the show so we can complain as a family. Yes, I literally text her that. I'm screaming. <laughs> and you let her complain. complain about, period. Yeah, like it's always something to go off, and there's a go off oh my at all times. <laughs> but 50 years of hip hop is happening, and I personally couldn't do without most of it. Like, 
I'm tired. <laughs> I've had enough. We always complain about DJs just like as a practice on this show. D- right? Every time we go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. But Every time. now it's like because it's the 50 years of hip hop, they have even more reason to get on our nerves. And y'all not about to boom bat me to death. Like, baby. <laughs> Ain't nobody that's been doing the hip hop 50 extravaganzas had a song out past 98. Not, not, not at all. Even that, like, they skipped the nineties. If I hear the hip the hip hop, the hopper, you don't stop. One more time, the bang okay. thing boogie. Well, come out at the thing in New York, so that's why I said ninety eight. Oh, cute. Or it's just a lot of biggie, right? It was a, it was a, and I was like, I, and I'm in Brooklyn, and I'm like, all right, I, I and I work in music, and also, I feel like I have been to so many hip-hop things. And I'd be like, is Future left out of the conversation? Was there no motherfucking hip-hop after 2000? I'm I'm very confused. And I will say this. I was like, I don't think there's any other time to pay homage to the founding fathers, literally, (laughs) of hip-hop. So I get that. But it's like, God damn, like, can we have a comprehensive, like... (laughs) feel of it i mean i even hear no kendrick and and i still love drake like i am that person that loves drake okay no, same we do you that. have somebody no. on your team now muse yeah, yeah. we i know TT like drake. it's you that i'm working on yeah i love i don't care what with drake first because i used to watch degrassi i've been on that man line since way back since everybody was saying he's funny looking i was there but the music. But the music. It hasn't failed me. Not yet. Ever. No, Ever. No, I'm still into it. Wow. Honestly, never mind. It went diamond in my African American home. Okay. <laughs> diamond. Still listen to it. I literally. Still in time. We still in formation. Kenny and I were pre-gaming for Pride festivities too sticky. Like. A current. song. What's happening? A song. Like. Oh, you know how sticky it gets. Wow. I say that now, like, you know how sticky it gets. Like, (laughs) But to to that, I haven't heard any Drake this entire 50-year celebration. He's the golden boy of hip-hop right now today. And has been for probably 10 years. Yeah, if not longer. So, what are y'all doing? Yeah, I don't... I don't. To your point, CC, you were saying that they want to salute the founding fathers. I think that's maybe what it is just because they get left, like, I don't know if you've ever seen these conversations or had this conversation in your brain with how, like, elders and hip-hop don't get treated the same way as, like, elders, like, in rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it is. So maybe that's why they're being put to the forefront, but I do think it's important if y'all want young people to be invested, y'all gotta connect the dots between the OGs and young people that's working now. And I'm not saying that necessarily they gotta, like, do group songs together, but something like that. Was that that Sprite ad that was Nas, Rakim, and Lotto? That was cute because it gave like an intergenerational situation. And so it was like something that every age group can tap into, can see us familiar, or be like, ooh, who was that in the video with Lotto? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know who Rakim is. So I just feel like going the the oldies route is just a missed opportunity for education. It is. I, I think that that was so well said. I never even thought about that. At least, like you said, the, these kids don't know, right? I remember I was with an artist. He had no idea who Method Man was. And this was Method Man, obviously, before he was like Davis on Power. Um, but when he was like a show, okay? 
But when he, like, he had no idea. And I'm like, how do you not know? Because I guess if you're, you know, like 20 something and it wasn't played in the house, like, I guess you don't know. So there's a lot of missed opportunity, like you said, for artists. And then like this little Gen Z TikTok generation, it's a lot of, sh- they don't know that half these songs are samples. Like I, one of my first daughters didn't know that Miguel song that like re-entered the charts was actually like, I think she thought it was just like a TikTok song. It was something that I'm like, there's a, there's a disconnect. Like I know music from the seventies and the eighties, like mm-hmm. every word. So I'm like, are, is music not being played in the homes? I'm confused. Like, it's very confused. Very strange because I think of these newer kids as if they were growing up, at least when we were in college. So like mm-hmm. what was popular to us as growing adults should have been popular to them on like the same shows we were watching, the same video mm-hmm. channels. So it's confusing when like Short Thing, I think, was the song that entered mm-hmm. back in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was one of Miguel's like debut hits. It was a very mm-hmm. good song. And as a music nerd, I feel like a lot of us knew Miguel had been trying to become famous since we were in high school. So like that song was one of the originals of the unreleased like trio that made him famous post Fatty Coop. He said like Art like, Dealer Chic or some shit like, was it that one? put them like on that? there like as yeah. a movie, but Vixen and Sure Thing were definitely like his two first songs for real. Yeah. Then they came out of the album, Big Hit. Then it got re-entered into like the stratosphere as a sped up version on TikTok. Y'all have all these different reference points. How did you skip straight to TikTok? Like that confuses How? Me. How? I don't get so it. So many. I, I, I don't I don't know. And then I feel like like I was at a wedding. Um, they are 30, I think, maybe, maybe late 20s, early, no older than 32. Mm-hmm. And it was like the same things that I grew up on. I'm like, y'all don't even listen. Y'all, y'all age range don't even listen to new music. Like there, there's so much missed opportunity. I feel like even with these DJs, you know, like the thing that we talk about the most on Twitter is like, there's no new music discovery. No. I do not get it. We were not. So we certainly wasn't discovering it in during hip hop 50. Maybe <laughs> so, like no. wasn't discovering it at them motherfucking parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then just when you go out, I, I never hear new music. It's like, all I hear is the transplant HBCU community, which is single-handedly ruining everything. Everything. Like I don't, I just, I don't get it. I'm like, I don't want to hear, like, I'm not trying to hear everything from Atlanta when I was in college in 07, in 2023, when it's so much more new music, like so much more. Like y'all are still playing all the way turned up. The yeah, they don't even play all the way turned up. They, the DJs aren't that advanced. The DJs don't in New York don't know all the way turned up. Actually, you're right. They don't know all the way turned up. That's Atlanta. That's I'm even trying to think. I'm They're sad. definitely still playing like no hands here. They play no oh, hands. They play um swag surf. They play Which I'm never doing as long as I live. <laughs> Not no more. They doing uh uh what's the song? Um Cry my knuck if you buck. Knuck if you buck. Yeah. All of the things, all of the expected songs. It's like yeah. there's so many deep album cuts. Like I would just love to get into like at least let if we're gonna stay in that that time frame, let's get into some deep album cuts that everybody does know. Like I don't hear Star from 702 out enough, I feel like. No, like not at all. That's so that is a song. But it's also I think New York and LA have it's way worse. Like, I feel like if I went to a club in Baltimore, I just might. I actually have heard that song at a club in Baltimore before. I like that, though. I like that for Baltimore because it's few and far but fucking tween. Like, 
the DJs are not doing their due diligence. And I think celebrations like 50 years of hip hop make it even worse because they don't have to do any research or anything like as far as preparation for these parties. They just going to throw on Queen Latifah. And <laughs> you would not see why. So the and black bitch and the bitch are a hoe, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we had uh, uh, like 50 years of hip hop celebration thing at the Black Smithsonian here. And Queen Latifah was a guest like performer. That was exciting because they actually don't play you and I T Y nowhere that I go. Right, right. I was like, I would like to hear you and I T Y. Right. So that was a, a moment. But the entire time that we were awaiting for different performers to come on stage, they were playing African Babada and like Houdini. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what? And the, the audience was mixed enough for them to literally go through the timeline of hip hop, and they just did not. I was like, "All of the old heads gone. We're not going to at least get like a little piece of see ye. <laughs> a little no, see ye. Shut up. <laughs> we are not. We are not that advanced. Okay. I don't, I don't think that the Black Smithsonian is allowed to acknowledge. Sexy red, let alone play ski. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> well, no, but I was in a club for one. And so it's all of these legendary DJs over the course of hip hop for like the past 15 years. But why? And then another thing that I think in general DJs need to do, you need to have your set list of being like, I already played these songs. So, you know, for the next DJ, you cannot come on. Y'all, why? And it was like, and I think it was like, like hypnotized or something like one of like, I don't want to ever fucking hear hypnotized out. And I heard it back to back in like 20 minutes. I was like, I'm leaving. I'm going, I don't have time for this. Like I do. I, I absolutely not. Am I hearing this song? I mean, y'all, it played literally maybe 10 minutes later, switched over. And it was like the opening thing. It's like, you wasn't here. So you wasn't even here 20 minutes ago to even hear that. That just got played. Mm. And then the other DJ wasn't like, yo, I just, just tapping your back. Like I just played it. No, no, no I just went off. Like, yeah. yeah. No. I don't, I don't get it. Everybody needs a set list. Like it was the same shit. I was like, I'm not even having a good time <laughs> at all. The drinks aren't even helping. Like the free cocktails are not even helping. Like Biggie, I'm ready Biggie, to go home. Biggie, can't you see? Sometimes your word just hit me. <laughs> TT. Wow. <laughs> Over it. I was so, so irritated. People, you work in music and specifically you work in hip hop. So can you like share a little bit about what, Hip Hop 50 has been like on the like on the inside for lack of a better word. I think it's just a bunch of I'm gonna be really honest. I think it's just a bunch of brands just being like, we have to celebrate this because it's what you have to do. So your mm -hmm. marketing dollars are like, let's just do this event because we work in black music. And so we have to do these things. I think it was so missed or like across so many fronts. Like you said, there was no, I feel like there was a lot of like panels and, and sometimes those are again that you're not how are you bridging the gap that should be the biggest thing there are so many people that still like you said ain't never heard of sexy red and i think right now like like she is the hottest rapper out right now truth be yeah. so she lit she I, I, I don't think I, I never thought i would ever say that like she's literally the hottest thing out right now so and you can't gloss over it you can't like and you can't even escape her so you might as well like bring it into the fold 
Like I don't all the like Sukiyana. I I can hold. I can't really get with that. That's a little too much yeah, for me. No, we're not Sukiyans here. Wow. Yeah, I can't. Her Casamigos song do kind of go, even though I'm not fucking with the liquor itself currently. But <laughs> usually, I'm not. What do to you? A Sukiyana fan. Yeah. I'm not. She's a little too much, but I could get behind Sexy Red, okay? With her little one stack, that same stack that she came out with, she still got that same one. Like a stack. I appreciate okay. it. Like, her- I just want her to to like look famous. I don't know what it like. I, I you got to put some shoes on at some point, and you can't come sound check in your muumuu. After that, we're good. I think that's the lore of it. Unfortunately, know, is that you know it's like you like that because she looks like. She looks like the girl. She looks like your next door neighbor. Like she literally looks like the girl on your block. I do think at some point it probably is going to have to be a little bit of elevation. Like City Girls, I think did it really right. You know, like watching that first City Girl video, it, that's nothing like. They, I mean, their faces don't look the same. Okay, bless like, my plasties, nose jobs, rhino, like filler. It's no more left at the surgeon. Like it's not. There's a no more left, especially that JT, honey. I feel like Carisha only gets a little fillers, something like that. Mm-hmm. JT got that whole situation snatched up, and it looks amazing. Yeah, that was the best boob job I've ever seen. Her boobs look so soft. Everybody nowadays, they boobs look like rocks. Hard, yeah. So soft. Ugh, I aspire. I wonder she- if she got them under the muscle. Because that makes a difference. I think, yeah, that that's like the more natural looking mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. under the muscle. Yeah. But like them, right? They started out was like, oh, these are the these are like the girls literally well, nah, nah, nah. I can't even think of the first line, which I know what I'm trying to say. Um a bad bitch in Javanchi socks. Like Oh, I hated it. Miami's original voice is so crazy. I listened to the first project maybe a month ago. I can't even believe they let that come out. I was listening to it like, this is so bad. It's good. But it's, I mean, like, they definitely for sure elevated. Sexy Red, I don't even know if she's going to do that, though. What is it going to look like? Because you have examples. Like, we have the City Girls. We even have Cardi, who I feel like is a glamazon now in comparison to yeah. what she first came out with. Stephanie used her as an example earlier. But I'm just like, what does that look like? And how long do we have to wait? Till I we know. Put- because <laughs> it would have been we nice. Give her two weeks tops. Listen, I don't have time. Like... <laughs> I, time waits for no one. That's what Music Soul Child said. I, you said time's a waste, man. Don't you take your time, young man. Don't you take your time, young ski Listen. <laughs> Soliloquy. <laughs> for nothing. I just, it would be. You know all the songs, dog. Fair. Uh, <laughs> Do. All. All. I don't know. I think maybe, I think she does need a song that is. A little bit more of like a na- a crossover across like all genres a little bit, um, and then I don't know, and then I guess, but I just I also don't see her like she'd be wearing her glasses in the club. She'd be like, "Fuck them contacts!" Like I kind of don't see. I kind of love it, so I don't, and I think the 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 like Sukiana ties and shit like that i feel like like sukiana i feel like then elevated from when she first came out she didn't already you know stepped it up a little bit i don't Ooh. i don't see that for miss red <laughs> Red. i do not see that for my sister red i don't i so i don't from the inside like what do you think is what do you think makes a hip-hop star 
now? Um, I think it's the same thing. It's always been influence. Like, how are you influencing? Like, obviously, everybody can know your song, right? You could you could be a one hit wonder, and everybody knows your song, and you only have X. You know, it was a nigga named Designer, like Panda. Like, mm-hmm. I remember that song was everywhere. He ain't. He had one song, and that was it. I think maybe two or something like that. There's so many of them that you can name. Um, it's like, what is obviously. Like, are you sticking around? And then do people, like, how are people influenced? Like, how, if you're changing the way, like, like Jay-Z had niggas dressed up in suit, you know, in full-blown business attire in the club. In the club, like, you wearing a whole button-up, jeans, whatever, you know, I don't know, maybe you had your little S.Dot Carters or something like that. (laughs) Like, you're wearing... All of the things, like, the influence. Even Lil Wayne, like, there was influence. I don't even, it's funny... I don't even know if as big as Drake is, I don't, he doesn't have the influence like that, but we just love him. He's just a megastar. Like he, he's also an anomaly. Drake is specific to me. Cause I, I think that's a really good question and you answered it perfectly, but with certain artists, I think there's leeway because Drake's influence is musical. Yeah, there's a lot sure. of baby breaks. There's a lot of people who want to do exactly what he's doing musically. So his influence doesn't really have to hit his audience at all. Whereas Lil Uzi probably got a little bit of people dressing like him. Yeah, like, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel like we don't even see these people that may be in the constituency of fandom because we go to concerts and kind of be like, who are all of these little white kids? So <laughs> I don't know where the people are who are even exposing the influence that the artists we got now got. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think, but you, like you said, you're, and I can think of like a bunch of little kids, like a bunch of artists kind of that have followed that Uzi path. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they're like, there might be some little things that you pick up from him. What I really actually was thinking about was the girls. Everything. Who had influence as a woman? Currently? Even before. Kim. I was like, Kim. Okay, duh. Okay, my yeah. bad. Okay, and, fi- and but I was I was actually heavily influenced by Foxy Brown. What am I yeah, talking about? I would about? say okay. Fox too, because she was giving like brown skin girls to have long weave. Yeah, and I would be like, oh, I have to, I have to aspire to get that. Like Foxy Brown was the dark skin, rap skin, duo Christian. Like yeah. I had to, I had to have it. I saved up all my little coins for a Christian Dior bag because she said oh. it. I was like, <laughs> I, I need that, but I don't see that now. Hmm. Like, I don't think anybody, I, I don't know if anybody wants to, like, follow Ice Spice. You might be, like, pop, right? To, I don't know what the fuck the Taylor Swift people is called. Swifties. Swifties or whatever. Okay. Late and girls. even, you know what? I just, not the late girls. Even, like, let's be, let's keep it a beam, right? I love Beyonce, but mm-hmm. love her down. Love her. Cannot wait. Finally going next week. Cannot wait. Yes, I will fall in line and wear this damn silver because she asked because it's Virgo season. Ugh, I will but fall in line. you do it the right way. You're not about to look like a chrome posit. Like- yeah, exactly. And I was like, I might have to just wear some jeans to like break it up because exactly. I'm not wearing, I'm not going in there looking like aluminum foil. I'm not. But she is one that like, I do not care about Beyonce's perfume. I do not care about no damn hair care from Beyonce. Um, I would rather get Solange's cups than perfume from Beyonce. Just I think that there's a cool factor that Solange innately has that is going to draw you to whatever she's doing, even if you think yeah. it's because, whatever she's doing, I'm buying. Yeah. Right. It's just like, she's a cool girl. I'm interested. 
I want to know more about that. Beyonce is Michael Jackson. Like people in music are going to be admiring her for the rest of their careers, but it's not necessarily like niggas on the street that want to be Beyonce. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Right, right. She's just, she is, she's so big. I mean, and you can even see, like, I was like, Victoria, is Victoria Monet trying to be Beyonce? Because I felt like the earlier videos did not give, obviously, like what all my mama is given. That I was, I was like, when did this happen? I was like, did I just miss it? I love Jaguar, but I don't remember all of that dancing in Jaguar. But I think the budget got a little chubbier. That's it. Oh, and it did, and did, yeah. It's definitely been like a slow uptick. Yeah, I mean, when, did. when you look at new girls. It's impossible for them to not be inspired by Beyonce in some kind of way. Like yeah. whether they are that type of singer or that type of performer, she is literally at the top of everything. So you can't yeah. be like, I just didn't see her. Like you can't be Dawn Rashard talking about I never listened to Brandy to mm-hmm. and everybody would call you out. So I mean, we're still calling Dawn out, but whatever. She said that. She did. Yeah. She was on the Breakfast Club and she said that she wasn't influenced by Brandy. She grew up listening to Immigrant Heap and Bjorn. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's lies. Just like she said her last name is Richard. Lies. What? Yeah, I did I, not know any of this. Yeah, wow. I told you the clip because she is a fool with it. Not my birthday oh, twin. Not. That's literally my birthday twin, too. For real? Mm hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like not my birthday twin. Uh-uh. I don't think I knew that she was a Leo. That actually tracks, but by dawn, like uh-uh. I was trying to think of like a redeeming quality, and I wow. Oh, yeah, no, that, it's impossible. And I think and she's around the same age as us. It's impossible to not have been li- like that. That's that's actually egregious. Like that, no. Like who would even you heard the boy is like the boy is mine was like the biggest song for like years, not even uh, years album, two albums, album titles. Like what? This episode is not about this, but Brandy literally taught black pop stars how to be famous from her time on. Yeah. She was the first black Cinderella of that time. Mm -hmm. Disney deal was a Barbie doll. Like you didn't not know who she was. Yep. We cover girl endorsements. Like she made mogul a thing for R and B dolls. Dawn, stop lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Okay. Ooh. Like, <laughs> we can chat offline. Like we can talk offline. <laughs> I started thinking, I was like, hmm. so I mean, with there being so many misses that we talked about on the DJ side and on the artist side, what is something that you think newer artists should be doing? in today's like digital landscape to separate themselves? Um, well, R&B is like completely different from rap, right? And like how the, the cadence and like how often you release music. I just feel like even what we were just saying, I feel like a lot of these younger artists, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically for rap, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't study who came before them to kind of be like, all right, this is what I want to achieve. And a lot of times, sometimes, honestly, I get it. If you are a nigga from the hood and you ain't never seen no money, no reference point, you get a little bit of money, like you, you're you making the most money you've ever had. Mm-hmm. So there isn't this sometimes, I feel like there isn't this like overarching need to like want to be, it'd be like, y'all want to be number one, but it's like, but you don't do the things to do that. You mm-hmm. like look dusty. Um, You don't want to promote your own music. You show up to things late. Um, 
you don't do things or, you know, it's like all of those things that I think to us are so like common that I'm like, this is still a job. Like you can't Mm -hmm. constantly show up to your job late every damn day and think like, all right, ain't nothing going to happen. It's, it's literally, it's the same thing. I think it is so basic. I think artists that also just have a vision, those are the ones that I love. Like when you're, you're like really a part of your rollout, a lot of them, you're mm-hmm. creating it for them. They have no idea. They have no reference point. They have no point of view. So you got to be like, all right, this is kind of your story. This is how we're going to mold it. The ones I say, no, this is my story. This is what we're doing. Those are the ones that win. Like, it, mm-hmm. I feel like you can see it time and time again. And then you're involved in your visuals because you, you know your story better than anybody else. So it, mm-hmm. I need everybody to lean in a little bit. That's what I need. I need like, you must lean in. You have to. And then I think R&B, I feel like, you know how people be like, R&B is dead, R&B is dead. I'm like, what are y'all listening to? Because yeah. like, let me say something. Electric, Dusk, baby. Listen to me right now. I can't stop listening to it. Leah Thomas is a genius. I, I can't stop. I actually am like shocked at how much I love this project. Like I... It, I, I can't, I can't, and I don't even, fo- I don't follow that man on so no social media, ain't never seen a video, I ain't seen a TikTok, a Tiki Tok, or nothing, but the music is there. Yeah, it is. Let me look on his social, see what he doing. Let me see we what he play doing. our now playing game with you later on, but I'm glad that we're vibing off of Leon Thomas. It's amazing. So good. Mm. And like, not what I expected. Those leads, and I was like, I feel like they did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like they tried to lure us in with all of the like traditional kind of R&B stuff. Then you hit play and he talking about drugs mm-hmm. and, and bitches in LA and whatnot and like it's a little bit more alternative. I said, oh, this is not yeah. what I was expecting. It's like a little Bootsy Collins-y. It's a little yes. Like I didn't expect none of that from the nigga that Issa took down for the Charger and Insecure. Like I didn't. Why? Okay, so I was, I'm re-watching it. I was like, is that Leon Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The one that lived below her, right? Yeah, the the charger. Yeah. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. I'm screaming. You know he's from Brooklyn? Really? I thought he was from LA. He is from Brooklyn. I randomly watched his R&B money. It was like the only one I watched the full thing of because they be longer than our show. (laughs) He can't talk mostly, but love the show. Yeah, it's a good show. And he was explaining like where he came from. I was like, this is so strange because any Disney kid or Nickelodeon kid, I just automatically think they were born in LA or Hollywood. Or Same. I do too. I, I do too. Assume. But when you assume you make an ass out of you. Yeah, I no, but I assumed the same thing. I was like, oh, he was a child star. Of course he lived. I've never thought he lived anywhere else. I thought Coco was from LA too. And Doll is from like Nashville? Texas or Na- Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennessee or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knew? Okay. Um, but even that, like she's a good example. The people are not breaking through. And then as a trickle down, the DJs are scared to play them. And then as another layer on top of that, when there's big celebrations around black whatever, the, everybody is running around with their head cut off like a chicken because yeah. what's happening? <laughs> well, what are some rappers you think are doing it right? Like rappers, of- Drake. Like, <laughs> I mean, more than that, doll. <laughs> Drake. Ah. <laughs> That's why that we is- the cast because she hates everything just like us. Wow. Yeah, I was like, um... well, I only got some people I think are doing it right. Okay. Um, I think um, Money Bag is good in terms of like. 
at first it was giving very much, I'm a rapper, a street guy, ah, ah, ah. But then I don't know what happened. I don't know who talked to him. Maybe it was Ari, but he started doing lifestyle stuff. And I think that people are into the whole like lifestyle thing that he's doing. He's walking. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. He's like eating healthy and he's showing that. And I think that his music also is like very, um, what's what I'm looking for? It's something that multiple generations can listen to. Like young people are going to like it because it's like, oh, I can, I can feel like I'm hard, but his music is also introspective. So like people in their forties can still listen to it. And like, I'm actually shocked at how young he is. I thought he was close to us in age, but he's maybe just 30 or say what now? Definitely thought he was touching on 40. <laughs> yeah, For I'm about, sure. I'm about to look it up his age right now. He's born in 1991. Talk about 50 years of hip hop. Talk about 50 years of it. Look like he lived 50 years of hip hop. <laughs> so I feel what? like, and I, and I just, and I think that like he knows how to toe the line of I'm still a regular person, but I'm still famous too. I think he does that well. I like that. I like. I think Dirk does it well too because yeah. he also does the whole like, oh, I'm a family man with a lot of kids, but I'm a family man <laughs> in India, but also I'm this rapper and I do drills and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> when I get facials, because I saw him on his stories getting facials. I was like, I love it. Like, I think I was they know how to balance telling their business, but also being celebrities in a way that it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel, to me at least, like it's anything outside of them. If yeah, and I think that that's the thing. Now, unfortunately, like you could pick up a YM or whatever, or your essence back in the day. That's the only time we knew what was going on is like monthly. You have, We had no idea what Brandy was doing in her day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. either i don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately you have to show people that like yeah. i think you can kind of we can see when it's like that really ain't you like that's not you at all or it's like if you're personal cardi b is literally the no i feel like she to go from a stripper to making uh just funny videos with your fucked up teeth but mm-hmm. still authentically being you to loving hip-hop to then be able to leave it just in time to now be like still kind of like the bell of the ball. I saw a stat today. She's, she's in a top 10 list and it's like, but it's like Taylor Swift and somebody else. Yep. Like, yes, that one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, what is it? What, what is the caption of the headline? It's like the top. I don't, it's like highest grossing females or something like that. Mm. Like she did it right because we actually do care. And the cutest part about Cardi B being on this list at all is doll only got one album. One album exactly everybody on there have multiple albums she had one one and then like whitney is on here she's the only person that's like from late 80s time frame and then of course you want beyonce taylor swift katie perry but with nikki's on here too but with like cardi only having the entry point that she has had you saw how i glazed over nikki i um no i was and steph's face was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not the cast for that so same, same, and I'm and I'm not the guest. <laughs> it's just it's just cool to me that she was able to break through like that, and I don't even think that she set out to do that. Right, mm-hmm. right. There's a lack of that happening, and I only see the potential of that. I've been mm-hmm. talking a lot recently about how I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for certain shit. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for any of these male rappers, but the girls. <laughs> Like, I feel like I talked about Doja Cat earlier. I think that this controversial shit that she's doing has a, a plot and a scheme to it. 
And even with that, she's the number one doll of Spotify right now. Like she broke some record and has the most streams ever of any woman on Spotify off of that new song. I'm just like, she's doing this on purpose. That's our next superstar. None of these, all of these niggas are carbon copies of the same guy. So yeah. maybe I don't mind that 50 years of hip hop wasn't playing their music. Cause like, Look, now, now we, now it's coming full circle. It's like, exactly. should we be playing these? The real question is, should we be playing yeah, these niggas? Like, maybe we need to talk about this. So we should maybe, like, let's change this around a little bit. But no, you know what? I do think, you know, there's all these articles about how the music industry is, is failing. And to be completely honest, it does, you can feel it. Like, it almost feels like a looming cloud that, yeah. and maybe it is something that does need to happen. I, I really think these artists and teams and labels, everybody got to take a step back and you cannot just keep signing things for quantity that, that yeah, actually yeah. are just horrible because it might work, you know, or it, the song is, the song is moving. Like everybody gets signed off of an algorithm now. Mm-hmm. It's so rare to be like, this person is really talented. Let's sign it. No. What are the stats? Like what's the algorithm saying? Well, how many YouTube videos does it already have? Like, it's so much of that. We have to get back to actually producing stars. Right. Like I said, rap, you can definitely move a whole lot quicker, but it's got to be a lot more intentionality. Like it has to, or else we're, we're going to be in the situation where it's like, you know, there was, there was no number one rap album all year until Uzi. And I think mm-hmm. that Travis Scott, so we've had two people the whole year. That's crazy. That is crazy. Y'all talked about that on the show. It was like a gag because why not? There's been songs that everyone has liked and they just weren't pushing the numbers enough. That's weird. But DJ it's, it's crazy. Playing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like these country music artists, because they coming in and storming the girls, okay? Mm-hmm. The, the Make America Great Agains, they're they're storming. <laughs> they're storming. If we I'm like, y'all, everybody pay attention because the country girls, I mean, not that they ever even went anywhere, but it's like this. And it ain't a renaissance, but like, why is Morgan Wallen always number one? I'm like, who is all these white people really streaming that? And all them other little people, small, big town or whatever it's called. It, they're always number one. Mm-mm. I'm like, everybody pay attention. I feel like rap is so, in R&B, black music in general is just so segmented because like you said Lil Uzi went number one. I'm currently sitting in Philadelphia and I had no clue because the only time I hear Uzi is that one song, the little Baltimore. I just want to rock. Yeah. But outside of that, they wasn't playing Uzi like that, like that. Like all my friends are dead, maybe, but that was really it. But when you go outside of the urban areas, then white people are wrapped up in Uzi. They wrapped up in Yai. Like them young white kids love all that stuff. But then it's like, Moneybag Yo seem kind of like a nobody, I guess, to a lot of people. But I've been watching Ari's stories, and he's filling out stadiums. You're ghetto. Yeah, no, he's... no. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, Moneybag... Ha- you know what's funny that you say that, and even about... My father loved... Um, and I don't really listen to him like that, to be completely honest. But it was one of them. It was like like uh, Wakisha or whatever. Like, loved... Yeah, loved it. like it, Wakisha. Loved that song. I was like, why do you... Oh my God! Not this. Why do you know that? Sorry. Why do you know that? Why do you know that? And then I was in London actually, and we were talking to these girls, and we're like, "Oh, what do you listen to?" In an accent, she's like, "Money bag, yo," and I'm like, "What?" (laughs) Across the pond. So there's something about him that people definitely do like. Dirk was doing stadiums, I guess, 
what mm. him yeah him and little baby were and then um i think but even those like a lot of the shows for both of them separately got taken down it's like mm. it's so also, I think, together is they're doing the them first together. they did a tour together like three years ago then they okay, separately that's when went i was seeing pictures and it was like stadiums and i'm yeah, like that one was yeah because yeah, it, that one was i feel like in a lot of ways people still look at not definitely not um baby but dirk as like a kind of more local I don't want to say local, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's, he's he's been around for so long. And then it was like, he got really big in the last four years where, you know, it was like, like no one. Not be on the radio like that, which is like, so I'm talking about the whole segmentation. It's like, you don't yeah. hear his songs. You used to talk about that. You don't like hear his necessarily his music on the radio like that. You only hear select few like baby songs on the radio, but they're huge. Like huge. Yeah. But, and again, in New York, I don't hear Dirk out here. If right. I, DC, Baltimore, if you go to any of those cities, I remember I was like, damn, it's a whole uh, Dirk playlist. Like you're hearing every song. I don't know what the disconnect specifically with New I mean, LA is just this old, it's a whole other beast. I don't even know what they play in LA. Like it's, it's I even worse. I don't get for the two, ma- two major cities in this nation why they just play whatever like all the old shit i don't get it i really don't well i'll say this i feel like people always ask me like why you left new york why you moved back to philly and I, my answer my first answer is always new york just isn't hard er enough for me like it's <laughs> good night yo because it's like you're right if i go to a hood bar if i go to what's today thursday if i go to champagne's for dollar shrimp Champagne's is my girl. You know about the champagnes. We oh, gonna be hearing bag. We gonna be hearing Gotti. We gonna be everything. Hearing, even if it's old stuff, we gonna be hearing old Jeezy. We gonna be hearing Dolph. We gonna be hearing all of that. Everything. Like, got hood club. The, the only hood bars New York really got is the Dominican and Spanish one or the Spanish. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. So yeah. and everything else is to your point. HBCU transplant. I'm hashtag. I'm a creative. Vibes. It's, 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 it's all you got. Oh my god! It's it's, it's honestly you know, like Zuli like, trying to look deep, and they be like, want to listen to Mad Mad Lib or whatever that man name is. Y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm scared. It is no. That is that's exactly. I no. I was like, I'm not going out anymore. Like I stopped going out because I was like, I'm sick of complaining, and I it comes so naturally. Oh, so no. I was like, I am sick of complaining every time I go out. I've also, I do feel like I could love me, like you said, like a little bar. And it's one in Baltimore that I'm going to this weekend. Okay. They got the best Chinese food. Um, and I'm like, I want to, I'm going to go sit down, have me a little cocktail. I also don't need to be out. It's like, I'm not nowhere, you know, shaking my hips and, and, and doing all of that. I might, if I get a little drunk enough now, I just might, but <laughs> I just want to sit with my little tequila soda and just like hear some good music. I want to be in a club like, oh, I don't know this. Let me shazam it. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you the last time I did that in New York mm-hmm. at all, at all. And then it's such a young crowd. Why are you not playing to this young crowd? That's mm-hmm. really, at least any other city also, I think you'll get a mix, right? It's going to be everybody, everybody from like 30 to 55. Mm-hmm. New York niggas is 21 to a good thirty. Six and a half or something like that. Like I'd be out like, damn, am I? I know I'm not old, but like, <laughs> am I the oldest bitch in here? My God! Every time, without damn. fail. Oh my God! You know who else? I like is a rapper that like it did not come into my orbit until I left New York, but it's huge everywhere else. Forty Two Doug. 
Love. Maybe. Love 42, Doug, and ECG. They are the girls. I had to leave New York to know that they were the girls. But he everything. Ever since that song with Future, out of here. Yeah, thick bitch from the West Side. I'm gonna get back with Tyler on on um on what's the title? Uh, Call me if you get lost. Oh, yeah, all his songs with Big, and he has a very specific voice too. That I'm like, all right, you know it's him. But like, he kind of remind me like his voice is so specific. Like how Magoo's voice is so specific. Yeah, oh, Pete Magoo. Sure. Yeah. I'm about it. I'm sure that my dad is somewhere crying. Like he loved Magoo. Uh, I think that shout out to Senior. I think that it's amazing when artists like a 42 Doug are able to even flip it and get on something like a Tyler the Creator's album because you would never pair them together. Right. So I actually was about to say this. When you said it, Tyler to me is like Tyler really, really is that artist. And I do not think people give him enough credit. I think he is so creative. He can sell out by himself for sure. Like Two nights in a row in any city has a whole festival, whole clothing line. It's probably no, like I love no. yeah, pro, 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 like quietly probably approaching being a billionaire, and we we wouldn't even know because nobody wouldn't even know he's not out there. He's not on Front Street, and I think he's your type of artist. Like he's an artist, artist. Like how even mm-hmm. I, I'm don't mean, but Drake, right? Drake is gonna early co-sign something. Yep. It's gonna it, most of the time it's going to work because he's an artist, artist. Like he's your favorite artist and R, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's Tyler. Like you said, you would ne- even NBA Young Boy. Like you would mm-hmm. never think Young Boy and Tyler would be making songs together. And Tyler and literally snapped has, on that song. Yeah, yep. it snapped. And Tyler has every single popping rapper on that project. Even the solo songs, like. I love Call Me If You Get Lost. I mean, like, absolutely love. Still still bump that shit like it just mm-hmm. came out. Love it. He doesn't have and a bad project. He, he doesn't. Does. And even, let's take it back. You doing the DJ drama thing, you making it like a mixtape, so then you're still taking it back to the nostalgia, but then you mm-hmm. put the new niggas on it. Like, he gets it. Okay, he's part of Doll World, for sure. Like, longitude, like, latitude. <laughs> And he got a cute butt, so I'm into it. But I am bitch looking bad and got a stupid butt ski. Yee, Ty Ty. I was today was like, is that a butt pad? Like <laughs> he always had I never seen that little piece of wagon. Never. And of course I had to, you know, factual evidence my way into the good graces of the group chat. He been had wounds. I seen it. Okay, but wait, can we talk about the video when him and Sexy Red, like, met each other? And she, like, jumped on him. She was so excited. And oh, I didn't see a video. Yeah, she, like, jumps on him, and they, like, stumble. She was so excited. But if you see her with all these other rappers she's been meeting, she'd be like, what's up? How you doing? I'm Big Sexy. What's up? But Tyler, she was fangirling so Wow, I love crazy. that. So now I'm like... I want to know. I want to hear her talk about Tyler and why she loves him so much. Because she, yeah. like, she, when she posted a picture with with uh, him, she said something like, "Oh, my dream just came true," or something like that. Like, yeah, it was. True. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn!" Like, what? Do she at home listening to Tyler? What's going on? Right, and especially early Tyler. That was definitely not like he's one that definitely progressed. Obviously, over the years, like <laughs> his rap caviar is so good. That is the episode of that whole series to me. It's, it's so it is it is it's so 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 good. And so you can see his progression through every project, and then even putting on um the internet and all that. Like so, mm-hmm. Tyler, Tyler might be Tyler might be my like he top might be my top. top. Yeah, top, yeah. Top. I see that. 
And it took us this long in the conversation to even get to him because he goes unnoticed so much. But we all fuck with him. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And I I think he has created a a pathway to your point, TC, that other rappers can follow. Like, he really created a a blueprint similar to what Brandy did with the R&B girls. And more people should be paying attention because, like, Tyler owns so much of what he does. Tyler mm-hmm. has his own festival right now, like has had his own festival for the last few years that continues to be popular. And I went in 2016 and I have to say in terms of full 360 experience, it was the best festival experience I've ever had. And I've done really? twice. I've done Roots like 10 years. I've done uh, Gov Ball. I've done all the festivals, all the music festivals, the one in Chicago, Pitchfork. Wow. It's literally at least in 2016 when I went. I don't know what it's given them post-COVID times, but it's a full carnival. Like, it's actually a carnival. Like, we was getting on rides in between acts. Like, and like, not okay. no, it was like Ferris wheel, the shit where you like be up on the wall to spin it so fast. Like, wow. Yeah, it's like real rides, real concert, the ease of getting around. It was all children there, but there was nobody throwing up. It was nobody yeah. drinking. It wasn't no. I party. love that. And I love like, because he cares. Also, like I said, the number one thing that these kids are not doing, like even like you said, seeing when I saw him at um, what is uh something in the water in DC? His set design. I've never oh, seen wow. anything like that. Oh, that set design cost so much money where well, you could easily just be like child put a little green screen and a video put a little montage video in the back he he had the whole theme from the project mm. still even when he was igor he lived in that suit he he was in character for a year and a half when he was mm-hmm. Igor. he wore that little blonde wig like he's committed to whatever his vision is yeah it's definitely tyler it's Tyler. Yeah. okay again, this is a big question what does Megan need to do on her comeback journey? And I, if you can answer, if it happens to be separate, what you think as TT, the music lover, and what you, or what, like, I guess TT is what you want from her. And then as somebody that works in music, what does she need to do as a business person? Okay, so this is my first answer, and it's probably a little of both. I think Megan should stop releasing music. I think she should just become whatever mogul influencer because at this rate, I mean, look, it's not to say that she can't put out a song and it does amazing, but like her album, at least her projects, you know, that's the one thing that everybody always is like, your project, your project. I don't, the last project, and I remember exactly what it did because we put out a project the exact same week. And it's like the nobody's listening to projects as a as a whole for her like that, at least to do numbers, numbers, but we like her. We support her. I wanna support you. I wanna like, but I don't I remember at Essence, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm not even staying this extra day to see her. No shade. Like we were Essence out on Overrose. I was we were in the chat crying because all of us support and listen to Overrose and we were like, over. you know, like nothing. She done drag everybody there. Over. I was over this year. I was like, am I going back? Crying. I was so over it this year. I was over it. It was just so fucking hot. So the, there was nowhere within an extra day. I was like, and I was like, I don't care about seeing Megan the Stallion. But love her. Beautiful gowns. I don't know. Um, And then music-wise, it's like, like I said to you, it's like, what do you just keep releasing singles? That one with Future came on my like shuffle the other day. And I was like, damn, I forgot all about this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I'm like, I, I totally well, forgot. Something licious. Trauma-licious? I was like, then I'm like, Fergalicious? I, look, again, and nobody knows, you know? It's like, Tina Snow was that girl. I don't, are you gonna get back to that? Probably not. I don't know what, you know, maybe start a fund or something like that for women. I, I don't know, but I feel like she needs to just become like, she needs to step into her mogul era. That's what she needs to do. It's called Pressure-licious. Pressure-licious, okay. <laughs> What was her last oh, song? Dre said that she needed to um, be featured on a Lotto song if she wanted to come back. Is that, I feel like Lotto, is, she does songs with everybody. She needs to be featured on a Sexy Red song. No shade, no shade. But I don't know because, you know, Sexy Red had the Nikki co-sign and I don't know if Sexy care about that kind of thing, but I have seen Lotto like like tweet her songs and stuff like that. So it seems everybody Sexy red right now. Like Cardi was blasting her and rapping the lyrics. Yeah, she's in a really good position right now, I feel like. You know how like Ice Spice so heavily aligned herself with Nikki? Like, I feel like Miss Red is just like, I'm going in every, this is my moment. I'm capitalized. I'm in every, I am taking advantage of every single solitary room, every, everything that I feel like she could, I don't know, do a little ski remix. I can't even hear Megan Thee Stallion on it, but... I want Megan on... If she were to hop on a Sexy Red song, I want her on Sexy Walk. Y'all know that, that song? I still haven't really, like, gotten to her discography. It's, the song is like... This, it's like a women's empowerment song, and it's like... This is better than I know this. She's like, I don't give a fuck if you skinny or you thick. Do that Sexy Walk. I love a bitch with confidence. And then she's like, Sexy Walk. Sexy Walk. And it's very I'm Megan. It's saying the beat is Megan. Okay. And then she like, um, she say, um, she say, what does she say? Uh, you don't sound like something I like. <laughs> no, it, it's a cute girl song. And she be like, she like, do that. Damn, what does she say? Hold on. And it's like one part. I was like, man, Megan would really eat this. That's what I want. I think that she needs to continue to chill out for a second. She don't need to hop on shit for like, at least she could give us the rest of this year. Without right. nothing, really good, and then storm us with a bunch of features next year, like good ones, so that we could build up the the Tina Snowness of it all, and then <laughs> possibly summertime give us something solo. Um, but I don't care enough, and I I actually want her to care about herself a little bit more. Like, Ooh. I she definitely needs some features. I just thought about it. She, I feel like she's not. Featured on a whole, whole lot, though. Well, no. She got a couple, but you know it's how... It's not a lot. And she that's knew a lot at the beginning, but she ain't done in a while. No, she hasn't. But there was a moment in, I'll say, Nikki's career where she was putting out more features than her own music, and it boded well for her. So I feel like, not mm-hmm. that Megan needs to follow that because fuck Nikki, but also nobody else is doing that. Like no, little an- baby did that. Little little baby did not. Little baby did an entire year of features only, and then released that project. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I never even thought about that. Yeah, I feel like it would build up her fan base again because there's a mm-hmm. a tear right now because of the Tory shit. So if she hopped on yeah, a bunch because of the projects haven't been good. Oh, and I got so she go, girl, you know you sexy. Go on, do your shit. But what these hoes talking about? You know you that bitch. My hair done. I walk a thing. Thirty inch with a Chinese tag. Sexy red chain. Lashes yeah. on. Sweet things. She's rapping. That's like the song sounds just like Megan. She needs to put mm. Megan on it. I'm dead. Uh-huh. I love that you know Sexy Red's catalog. Because I feel like she reminds me of 
like old school southern artists. Like she remind me of like Gangsta Boo yeah. and La Chat. Like they not saying no whole bunch of deep stuff, but they can ride the beat. They funny. Like it's definitely giving them. Where's she from? Memphis. She from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Megan. Good luck. God bless. <laughs> all love you. I love Megan. I just don't love the music no more, but I love Megan. Yeah. I think it was a good and fair question. I just, again, not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for most people currently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. that's why I said I don't. She does need to take it. She needs to continue to take the break. I think the little TikToks she makes are so cute. Um, she'd be like, hey, y'all, this is the Hot Girl Coach. Mm-hmm. Girl, shut up. <laughs> so I have another, another girl rapper question. What okay. do you think it was about Ice Spice that has sent her into the stratosphere like it has? be honest i i i i don't i don't i do think i do think her look was distinct okay i think you know like because that most girls wig, by the way it was a wig the annie one yeah i think it's a wig to me it gives wig sometimes it definitely gives wiggy but i felt like in the in in the in the munch video i felt like that was hers mm. it used to be longer yeah, because sometimes when it's like a ush bush, when it's like a little bush, I feel like that one's definitely a wig. The, I think it's in. Jufro is a wig. <laughs> what? It definitely is. That one is. I do think she was just so unbothered. Like, I remember hearing that song and I was like, I hate this song so bad. It, but it kept, like, before it got big, it kept, it just like, we're watching the numbers and watching the numbers. And one day I was like, y'all, I'm going to know every word to this song. And I still hate it. And I think everybody kind of felt like that. Like, no one was, like, dying to sign her. Um, I, I, and I literally would be like, I'm happy to be wrong. Like, that was, I was very, very wrong about Ice Spice. And that became, like, love her down. Love that EP. Yeah. Still, she, I knew, I was like, she and her mood need to be a single. And literally, and was. Like, I love she and her mood. Love. Love, love, I love. Like, I think there's something specific about Ice Spice's production that doesn't sound like what other girls are rapping over top of. And then coupled with her cadence and like the laziness in her delivery, mm-hmm. like that flow, you would expect someone like an Azealia Banks or uh, Iggy Azalea to be rapping over top of those type of beats. But it's her mm-hmm. and she don't even be talking about like nothing of speed. She don't, she don't be talking about nothing. I do think like New York has not had a girl in a very long time. I think mm-hmm. New York needed something to champion also. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know. I know it's always like the colorism and you know, that's why I, I do. I really don't. Cause it's like the way everybody was passing and no one really believed in it. And then it was like, she had the Drake co-sign. So then there was more eyes on it and it did. It just kept like, you couldn't, you could not escape it. And like you said, it was, she's so unbothered all the time that mm-hmm. I was like, do I like this song? And I'm like, yeah, stop playing with a riot. Like, and then I ended up, I love it. Like, I was like, yeah. Even when she say that, she'd be like, stop playing with a riot. And even as, uh, even, like, it's so late. It's so late. You know, stop it, playing with a riot. It reminds me of Bia, because Bia is so dry, but I was like, but there's something about yeah. ice that makes her yeah. more interesting. And I think yeah. it's more music to be, because acting a smoochie a is um, a <laughs> This fucking Delhi song, like, what is happening? It is a banger. It gives the Baltimore club tease. That's why I like it. That's why I like it. I didn't even, I was out. Thank God for Daryl. Okay. He DJ in Harlem. So thank God. Yeah. Shout out to DJ Daryl. 
Okay. Oh. And DJ Darrell was playing things that I had never. It's so, it's, you know, it's crazy. He played, he did a drop. Um, he, he played a Megan Thee Stallion song. It was like an old one or something. It was new. I'm sorry. And I was like, what is this, honey? And he's like, I know, I guess. Because he, at least, I'm like, he was trying out new things. Delhi went the fuck off. And I told him, I was like, I love it because it sounds like club music. Like, yeah. that's why I love it. Like, Delhi goes off. Like, that's my shit. It's so good. You think she don't miss. That's why I was like, I'm not even mad at it. Because it's not like, it was just much. It was a, a solid, you know, for a rap, it was a solid EP. You had a, a still another follow-up single that was good. It's like, the girl's not missing. No, she's not. I feel like all the newer girls also have been tried and tested in their way. Because even with Glorilla, like, she had um, F&F, and it was like, I don't know. But then she yeah. had... Um, uh, Tomorrow if, too. No, she had a song before what? that. If you want little buddy back, you gotta tell me, please... It was F and F. Then she did Bless. Then she did Tomorrow too. And then she got the song with Money Bag. And I feel like when the girls now are really doing back to back to back to back to back. Same thing with Sexy Red. It's like, all right, I gave you um, Booty Hole Brown, but now, then I want to give y'all Ski Yee, and I'm about to mm-hmm. give y'all Hellcat SRT. It's like the girls now are beating the men because the men will have one song and it'll do something in whatever little neighborhood. But the girls, they will give you three back-to-back huge bangers. Yeah, they are definitely producing way more. I think Lotto's had a song every month or something yeah. like that. I'm not playing. And all her features is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the girls are being put through the ringer a little bit tougher than the boys. So they have to. For sure. Like, yeah, for sure. That's just the lay of the land and the belly of the beast. Like, it's sad, but it's true. And then to the influence portion of the conversation, I think that the girls have more influence. Like, there's more little ice spices, little sexy reds, little whatevers that probably didn't even have representation before. And now they're seeing themselves and they're just like, oh, I love her because that's me. Like, mm-hmm. it's three girls right now that are not going to be more famous than they are that rap like ice spice. And some of them came before her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I love that song, Mad Bitches. Mad Bitches by... Uh, her name is like Breezy or something, but she rapped just like Ice Spice. So, girl, what, right? Do we? I don't know if I need two Ice Spices. No shade. Exactly. Just barely let some of these girls in. Exactly. I don't. I'm wondering what Lola Brooke is going to do next because she hasn't kind of followed that formula of like, oh, I'm gonna hit you with a bunch of songs. Hmm. I know. I, I'm. 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 I too am interested. Like she had that other. Song. Remember she had. I think she put out two singles after that. But it was kind of like like remember the remix. I felt like the remix. It was like this is kind of late. A little dare I say. But I like the verse though. Timing wise, it just felt oh. like. Damn, I wish it would have came out like a month prior or even shit, three weeks. The cycle, that's also part of the problem. We just move on. The cycle is so quick mm-hmm. in general. Every, we are used to like this really high demand of music. And so it's like, we are used to, you know, three singles project and three months and shit. So, that, and like you said, we we definitely have the women going through the ringer a little bit more. Like Lola kind of does have probably the trajectory of like another rapper, another male rapper, but to her counterparts, they are putting out so much music. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think because she's visible, she's always doing something. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel so bad. 
But it's like when that stops, then what? Like she needs mm-hmm. another song for sure. Because I don't. She doesn't even have a project. That's the same mm-hmm. thing that happened to Megan. She just was always out. We always mm-hmm. saw her. We were very interested in everything that she was doing. Then, like when the trial stuff first happened, and she had to take a break musically, we was just like, "All right, well, here's the next bitch." Like, right? Mm-hmm. It's not fair to them, but that's just how fast we're moving at this day and age. I don't like. Did it. you have a song of the summer? I I just said this yesterday. I still don't. It's. I'm not gonna say it's not one, but there are. There is a big conversation on Twitter right now going on about how there is not a song of the summer. I don't because I think it's so segmented. You know the the song of the summer. Everybody feels it. I'm sure there's still people that don't know. Um, booty hole brown or whatever. I don't even know the name. What is the name of the damn song? Town, town, yeah, like you know, low key, and that—that's when we were saying. I mean, I think who's having the moment is definitely Sexy Red. What is the song? I do not know. I still don't know. When, it, when the summer it's first started, I thought it was put it on the floor for sure, easily, easily. Like when everybody was in the club pulling the plastic bags off, I was like, yeah, this is the song of the summer. But then I thought Egg Bad was going to be song of the summer, and because it was. All the girls are posting it on their Instagram and da da da. But then I feel like the city girls like just stop promoting it and then put out them two songs that they don't even like. They they, they went on Twitter and was like, "We ain't like them songs. We just had to put them out." And it's stop. like, yeah, I didn't see that. Carisha does that with every song. She be like, "Well, I guess they might like the next one." Like she will literally tweet that. They literally will get on Twitter and be like. We these I didn't songs like are this. four years old. We did not like this song. The label put this out. We oh don't my like god! Yeah, I did not it. see that. So I did not see that. Well, they'd be like, "We don't care because we don't like these songs." No way. Like, yeah. they was like, "We don't care." And I will say, I'm gonna be honest. So I never even heard those new songs because it did feel like I was like, "Why are they releasing so much music?" It, it, it began to be too much. Day, and it was like Egg Bed was still doing so well on Instagram. Like I was seeing girls make chicken wings to Egg Bed. I don't think Egg Bed had. A, I don't think they. I don't think anybody gave Egg Bed a fair chance. I was out the night it came out, and I kept saying, "At first, I didn't love it. I wanted more, right?" And I was like, "I know what it is. I need to hear it out." Still, never heard it out. The the host kept saying. Act, it's an act bad summer. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm finally here. Yes, yes, yes. And they was playing like bachata or machata, whatever that music is called. Oh like, God. I need to hear act bad. If you're going to say that, I need to hear act bad. Like, I want to hear. I feel like I've never heard. I heard that song out, I think, in like Miami or something like that. I don't think I ever really heard it out. That that song, I feel like, I don't know if it needed a little radio push. And it probably did get one, but I never really heard it up here. I was mm-hmm. to the radio up here. Something happened. I was like, that could have been the song of the summer because it was, yeah, it was Lotto. And then I, one of them Burner Boy songs. I don't know if that's still like a thing. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. Sitting on top of the world. Yeah, this worked one time with Last Last. Let me just do it every single time. Like, it's it's so unoriginal. Yeah, I'm so over. I didn't like Last Last like that. It was innocent. I did. Oh, no. I love like, that. I, I think I didn't like the sample. Well, that no, was... I was Tony be like, and I'm just like, it's okay. just saying match him. Yeah, and she, uh. all right. That's literally, oh, the other song that Byron, the Taliban song, I thought that was going to be the song of the summer for a second, but I didn't realize how segmented that, like that was, so you're bad from which part? Tell the person, girl, don't quick stop. Oh my gosh. See, I literally, I said this on, I said this to Daryl. He's like, I've never heard it. And he heard it the next week. No. I'm going to send it to y'all. So the, I'm talking about a song that I, I thought was, this was in contention. And damn, and the no, dogs haven't no, even heard it. Wow. Yeah, I feel like the song of the summer is between the girls. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so how do you feel about, I feel like our parents used to be like, that's just an old song made new. And I think <laughs> that we're having that conversation now with all of these like samples because it's so blatant. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the newer artists being so reliant on samples, interpolations, beat recreation? Because like Flo Millie, her past like four songs have been old songs. Screaming. I think you, here's the thing when done right, I'm not mad at it. I just don't think it's done creatively. Because the the beauty of it is, it's like it automatically, for somebody like us, it draws us to the song a little bit more. You're like, oh my God, this was my song. They're just not being creative with it. It's so blatant. Like that Annalie Chopper one that was just like the entire Nelly song. It's like, y'all didn't even try to get creative. I need these producers to more so get, like, get a little bit creative. I'm really not mad at these. Every beat has always been reworked, you know, like from, it, it ain't nothing new under the sun. So they was just a whole hell of a lot more creative, like back then. I'm, matter of fact, now something I did learn on that Hip Hop 50 thing, it was, oh my gosh, I forgot who it was. It was like a, um, it was a NWA, it was either NWA or a Wu-Tang song. And I had no idea. I thought it was a club song. Had no idea that it was actually a song. So I did learn something new. So again, those little re- reworked beats, it's like you have no idea because it sounds so good. And then you find it. You're like, oh my God, who knew? Not Burn a Boy and you just, it's giving play. And he just taking out the lyrics and just rapping over it. I do not like that at all. Mm-hmm. I just want some of these producers to stop letting the girls have the songs. That's really what I want. Like, there's no reason that Flo Millie has a milkshake. It's no reason. And is it the same exact beat? It's the same exact beat. And her and I love Flo Millie, but like her her cadence is battling the production. And it's just like, you, mm. why did you do this? And then I've been listening to Amare a lot. She has some random like Noriega production from Neptunes on there. And I'm like, it's a good song. But, like, why are y'all allowing... You not her for no money, for real, or Chad. Like, why are y'all letting everybody have everything? Oh, not yeah, me. Yeah, look. Yeah, I'm like, child. <laughs> so, I guess, like, where we can wrap up is, like, what is your biggest, biggest... You know, I got a list. Biggest <laughs> wish. That was a lot. Back to back. The ST and the SH. <laughs> uh, biggest wish for hip-hop in the next 50 years. Like, what do you want to see? I think everything literally that we talked about, everybody, and I when I say everybody, I mean everybody involved has to just be more intentional. I think you, we got to bridge these gaps somehow the same way that I was like, we listen to our parents' music. We know it. I'm still listening to Patti LaBelle radio, okay? I, I would want that, you know, for my kids to be like, I'm listening to Drake, because that's the number one person I've said like the whole time. So be like, oh, I'm still listening to Drake radio. And, you know, it's filtering in other art, like similar artists that are new and that are old. It's just everything seems so silo right now. It's so like, this is my music and I'm just making it and I'm not paying attention. I don't know nothing about nobody who came before me. I'm not really caring about my own career and leaning in and having a vision. That's why I was like, I, I need everybody to lean in and bridge these gaps. Like for sure. That's the only way I feel like, like I could look, like I kept being like, why is total excluded out of the conversations of 50 years of hip hop? They low key are like my favorite girl group. And I'm like, what, why are they never part of the, talk about influence, baby, all that black and leather. Do you know how bad I wanted to be total? Like (laughs) even the video girls, the video girls have not been in the hip hop 50 conversation. Mm. The five elements that's culture. So it's really been, I think we also missed out on the culture of it too. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like, I know nobody cares but me, but where's the Tanache? With it. Can't wait for that project to come out. Oh, my gosh. Like, what cannot wait for Miss Tanache? Cannot wait. Let's cannot talk wait. about it. We're now here. Now listening. Where are we standing? Before I like them. I do. I like them both. I'm a little speechless because it's not often that I get people in the room that live. And Tanache is the doll. I'm sorry. Like, I almost got flabbergasted. I know I was trying to wrap the show up, but we could do this. Um, needs, let's chat needs really quick because a good DJ needs to mix Sweeter Man featuring Drake with Tanache's needs. It's the same song. Mm, That's okay. Another good DJ needs to mix. Do It Right by Don Tolliver and Tanache's ex. It's the same song. Mm. I stand. She always gives us like this very weird, introspective, strange first single. Everybody's just like, what the fuck is she doing? And then she comes with something that would be fit for radio if radio played Tanache. Mm -hmm. so I think that's what she's doing right now. And I'm a stand. So like, I don't have anything bad. To oh yeah, say. you know, right. I already, I already know. I, like the fact that... Stats people, though, are like dream doll Tanache is so funny and sexy red. I'm screaming. <laughs> my page. My queen. Such and a then, mix. I, mean, I said to him earlier that Sierra is my Beyonce and we'll talk about that after. Oh, God. Oh, I, I can definitely see that for you, too. I could see that. She see? made it make sense for me, but when she first said it on the phone, I was shaken. Disturbed. No, I can see that for her. Like the way the way you tweet about Sierra, and I and you know I too I too stay. Sierra's definitely not my Beyonce, but I can see. It sounds funny to say to me. That's right. It's like Beyonce's people. It, it, Beyonce's people's number one girl. Sierra. Now that Rihanna is busy, Sierra is my number one girl. And the way I explain it is like people love Beyonce because they aspire to be her. I don't aspire to be like Beyonce. She's too all American. I like Sierra. Coochie gonna be out all the time. The legs don't close for that husband. He fine. The baby's father fine. She churchy. You're not wrong. Not no. About me is Sierra. So like she is aspirational to me. She work when she feel like it. Me like do I work? Muse like I can I can answer Muse's phone call any time of the day. Oh my god! I am not a hard worker. I am not diligent. That's Beyonce, and she, I will never be like that. She said, I am not diligent, has me screaming. She's oh my not gosh. lying. That's I'm not lying. And I will pay the job quick. I'll be like, what? Ah. Talk to everybody crazy. Like, I just pay it. I, I, I wish that I could. Oh my gosh. I know. She's my archetype of like a wife and mom. Like if I when I become a wife and mom, I'm gonna be a wife and mom like Sierra. I'm not gonna be a wife and mom like Beyonce. My coochie's gonna be out. What's that TikTok that I sent you of that song? And you was like, oh, give me the link. And it was like this girl just talking over a beat. And she was like, she's going off. She was like, I don't know if I'm a slut, but like my coochie's out. And I'm still like, this skirt could be a little shorter. That is Sierra. Every event she goes to, that lady is scrubbing the ground. Oh my god! Like, no, I, you know I love me some CC. I do. She is yeah. my she, and I also feel like she only got out of seven albums. She only got one bad album. Which is which one? Jackie. Okay, yeah, I, no I never. Thanks to my mom, but Jackie yeah. is a fool with it. 
Beauty Marks wasn't that great either, but yes. Oh, no, that was not. No, you're right. But then we run down the songs on Beauty Marks. People like, oh, yeah, I did like them songs. What is on Beauty Marks? Hold she on. It's, five singles. it's still not great. I love Beauty Marks. I only just like, like two songs on there. Everything else. Well, I've been playing. I have been playing Sorry, literally. Like, I literally be like, hey, I want to turn Down. Okay. All. Sierra has such great like breakup albums. My love, oh my god, a song. So hard. You make it so hard to fall in love. Like she wow. song. Wait a minute. Is oh no, I never got into Beauty Marks, y'all. Wait a no. minute. But not the first song with Macklemore. It's a banger. The song with Kelly Rowland is a banger. Girl gang. I don't okay, like which one. Greatest love is a banger. Greatest love is a good song. The two African songs go off. Yeah, techno. All right, I'm gonna listen to the Greatest Love. Greatest Love is everything. She and girl gang. about how good Russell, how good Russell is, and really? how he just and he uh, he was the father that stepped up, not a stepfather. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, I love it. Oh God, I love the it when she pissed the future too. off. I love the, it. The video was basically the lower budget version of Rod. <laughs> Am I lying, Muse? But like less dancing and just more being fine, yeah. Oh, I need to see this. Y'all made sure she didn't get banned from BET with that one. So I read that Deborah Lee book, and I give her a little bit more grace, though. I will say that they made she made it seem like it wasn't her call. They were already doing it. Um, She's also a liar, so and a slut from the nineties. Okay. Her own admission. Miss P. Like the thing about this podcast is, I think that I say something crazy, and then like Stephanie trumps me, and she's not gonna come on here, so I don't care. A slut from the nineties is sending me. That's what she told Maria Menounos and them. She was so tough crowd. I didn't look, and I, I, to be completely honest, I only read the book because I was trying to get to that part, and so she only spent like a chapter on it. Um, but it, the book was actually so good. It was so good. And I think even like, cause working in music and the shit that she was going through, I was like, oh my God, I literally, I went through that. Da, 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 da. I, I mean, I've never, I don't know anything else about that lady to be completely honest. I've never like, I don't stand her career or anything, but it definitely made me look at her in a different light. And I had no desire to read that book. It just so happened that it was like right there and I needed something to read. It was good. And it's a quick read. Mm. But no, they said. But no, I barely has it, and I report back to the, the <laughs> listeners. So, did you listen to the Sierra EP? That's what I've been listening to. I still haven't. Muse, your thoughts? It is good. I do really like the Sierra EP. I do skip that last song. I don't understand the world of New Orleans bounce and gospel in one. Like I was saying today, I when she I first started listening to, I heard Jesus, and I was like, oh, I feel bad because I was shaking. And then I heard her say Jesus, and I was like, ooh. But then I listened to the full thing today because I was zoned out. And the second verse, she's talking about, fuck these bitches, these bitches. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like it. Oh, my God. You know, I like, you know, I like when, when celebrities get mad and start calling people out in their music. I enjoy it. But yeah, I like the EP. I don't have any skips now. Because when I first listened to it, the first three days, I had skips. But I'm I'm into all of the songs now. Yeah, I didn't have a desire to hit play if I'm being completely honest. And I think I just kept playing Sorry Back like over and over and over and over. But I'm going to give it a little spin. A little spin. Did you listen to Amaka yet? I have not actually, but I like both of the singles. I thought that Cruising was going to be Song of the Summer, but no one cares with this podcast. So there's that. (laughs) That girl, who is it? 
Amaka. Spell it. A M A K A. This podcast is on. I'm screwed. I was like, oh, I can't even spell this. Oh, sorry, because I couldn't. Sorry, y'all. I couldn't hear. I did see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, I did see this. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know no, it's it's really good. Like, I mean, to be fair, her sister got writing credits on like all the songs. It sounds like Van Jess music. And you know, we like Van Jess, but I think it it feels like it's leaning more into um summer, like the summery sounds of Van Jess. Um, I love the song Cruising, of course, the single. I love Oasis. That's the title track. Um, leave it behind is a problem. Like that's so good. Y'all giving me new music to play. Leave it behind is doll of all dolls. Like, like I had a listening party with one of my friends. We'll talk offline. Oh my god! And um, (laughs) like we set up because it was like one part where the system changed a little bit. We was like, wait a minute now. But you know, I love a beat switch. Yeah, so I feel like the whole the whole project is really good. I can listen to it like you know have it run through like three, four times in one sitting and I can really enjoy it. She did great. It's Kate Trinata, so like you can't go wrong with Miss Kate. I have so much new music to listen to. Okay. I love this. Stephanie needs to listen to Electric Dust. Like I do. I've been wrapped up. Well, you know, remember I said the last episode I was in a music funk and then Sierra and Amaka have been on my head so bad I can't even even enjoy the new Nashi. Oh, my head so bad is funny. <laughs> she really like it. Look, she really like it. But no, I'm going to tap, tap in. Must. Still with Nashi. Must. What's your, what's your favorite song on Electric Dust, TT? I go in and out like Treasure, uh, what is that? Treasure in the Hills. Oof, um, But I love Sneak. I love the first one. What is that? Slow Down. Slow Down is a problem. Yeah, slow. I post it slow down. So usually, whatever I post is usually my favorite when it leads my spirit. Um, so maybe yeah, I love slow. I, I love them though, all of them. But I think yeah, I do love slow down. I just want to give God the glory for the Breaking Point remix with Victoria Monet. Like, what is Breaking going? Point is a problem. No, but like, I then, think it could be more problematic. And Victoria got on there, and I was stressed. Okay, so I'm gonna be okay. You like I? She didn't. I don't even. I think because I played the first day that song came out, I played it out. So I love. I have loved that song for so long. I wanted more from Victoria. Like if you're gonna top that song, that is so amazing by itself. I I definitely like. I do skip the original and just go to Victoria's version now. But the first time I, the first time when it came out, like a month ago, whatever, I did not. I was like, I don't need her on here. Sorry, she's not giving me what needed to be gave. And I think I would have like loved maybe like a beat switch. Maybe it needed a little bit more. I'm like, I could just listen to the original. Like the original is an amazing song. She didn't didn't add that much value to it to me. Mm. I think I'm just a stand. So. I'm from on my mama. I'm like really thirsty for this concert. Like I just, I feel like I listen to it more now because of the stuff that she has going on. So let me temper my own standing, honestly. (laughs) I I love Breaking Point though. It's just like, even, uh, is it, did he have another one? It was something, oh no, Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn. Yeah, no, I didn't love that one. Mm -mm. But like, I like Blue Hundreds. Like you said, Sneak. I, Leon Thomas is like doing everything that I want R&B niggas to do right now. And he don't look like an R&B nigga. And I like that too. Yeah. Like his Terrell Grice interview was good. His R&B money was good. The way he broke down his like 
arrangements and production for Snooze, which is about to release a video. SZA. Like, I, when is that coming? She teased that like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. I think it comes out next week. Damn, that's a long ass tease. I just saw the tease today. Oh, wait, no. She- no, no, no. She teased it with like a song that wasn't Snooze. She teased the actual video for real today. Oh, okay. Let me find that. Because I still was like, I still need justice for Snooze. I was I revisited SOS like last week. And I was like, why don't I revisit this more? I should probably play her more. SZA's album had me in a chokehold, a headlock, and a clothesline for the bulk of the year. <laughs> so I've been like, oh my God. Really trying oh hard God. to listen to other stuff because I could I could sing Ghost in the Machine. I snoo and I was a snoo. I mean, me, the Indeedy were. Snoo, I mean, I was snoo, immediately. That was my favorite song. Always yeah. snooze is the doll. Because you like, because you are old spirit. You like the baby face of it all. Love, love, y'all know that. You know that is my maybe baby face might be my Beyonce low key. <laughs> I love me some baby face. Okay, y'all gotta stop. Love. It's wild. <laughs> like, why did I know about that concert in Harlem last week? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Wait, okay, so I just decided in my mind that I want Leon Thomas and Xavier Omar to do a song together. It was just them, like, yin yin yinging around the house. I just made that perfect. I can hear that. Especially, you, you really do have to listen to it. The singles, like I said, for Leon, are nothing like what the rest of the project sounds like. It's a way more experimental project than I expected. Way more. Way more. And I think, cause, and I like that, right? I think if you really love, like, your traditional... Like, cause that's what one of my friends said. He's like, I thought it was going to be like the singles and like just a little bit more traditional R&B. And I was like, child, Steve Lacey still gets bumped in these parts. Like oh, yeah. I love a uh, helmet. Okay. People were saying again, back to this whole thing starting because of fucking Twitter, people were jowning on Miguel for his new song being so experimental. I was like, have y'all listened to anything he's put out in the past five years? Ever. Like what is everybody Ever. about? And I love like. Um, what's that with Lose Me? You Use Me? Oh my God. I think Ro James like wrote on that song. Love me, bro. Mm. Selection, sexy and sweet. Oh, I'm no. by crazy thoughts <laughs> of you. Sing. Sing. That is what, what I'll be listening to. All time favorite songs by Miguel. My God. Ro same, James. same. Bro, James, come on the cast. That's more important. We've been saying this for 20 years. What is going on, bro? <laughs> Tweeted him yesterday from the cast. For real? I was, I was listening to his EP, and I was like, ooh, the old school throwback, Bro, James, always going to hit. Yeah, like he, he should. Okay. We'll chat offline. Okay, I wish you should. Because the people be in the cast DMs. That's all I'm going to say. Huh. And on that note, is everybody done with their now play? <laughs> what else are the girls listening to? I'm listening to everything that Destin Conrad puts out. Like, he got a new single called Out of Control. I didn't even know he put out new. Let me see. Like, I'm literally only listening to, um, oh boy, not the last thing I listened to was Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, screaming. Um, <laughs> oh my God, it's so ridiculous. So basic, okay? It's so basic. It's not basic to me. Like. Again, we'll try to apply. Drake, do something. Oh, my God. Even on Apple, Treacherous Twins. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. 
She's haunting you. Right? I, I was listening to Mariah the Scientist earlier today. I don't even know why. It was just easier to be like, turn on Mariah the Scientist. But um, I was listening to her. Listening. Yeah, I was listening to her earlier. You know what it is? I also, I think I, I'm that person that gets lost in just like a playlist that is the same playlist of like the same things. So sometimes that's why I was like, Destin Conrad has new music? Didn't know. And, and I went music if you aren't up on it. I think I did listen to that one mm-hmm. though. I did see that one, and I wasn't mad at it either. That one is see a- bridging the gap. <laughs> like the bridge is over, but bridge the gap. <laughs> Not the bridge is over, but bridge listen. the gap. The bridge is over, bridge the gap. <laughs> that might be the episode title. It kind of should be, yeah. <laughs> The bridge is over, but bridge the gap, bitch. But bridge the gap. Like. Period. Well, with that, how can people keep up with you, follow you, support you, do the thing? Um, the Oprah Rose Show. So it is the Oprah Rose on all platforms. Twitter is the Oprah Rose Show. Uh, I'm, I'm lying. Twitter is Oprah Rose Show. Instagram is the Oprah Rose Show. I am... um at Tierra J underscore age. That just sounds so ugly. My God. Um, can't take that underscore out. I tried. Um, but yeah, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, like I said. Okay, hey Kitty. The cat is the third cause. Look at her. Look at her face. Look at those eyes. Put her down, please. Thank you again for coming on this damn Thank you for having me. I like you said, I'm so glad we could take our Twitter banter. Literally. To the platforms. Who else better to yell about what niggas not doing right? Because y'all know I was hot. I was literally live tweeting from a hip hop 50 event. Hot. Like, I was like, shit is so fucking dumb. Y'all, where is future? Like, it's all I kept saying. It was that. The eternal question, where is future? Meech, where Where? is future? (laughs) Where is where is he? I was like, Kendrick Lamar? I mean, damn, give me somebody. It was bad. It was bad. I ain't, ain't nobody ever been like, and I actually love Kendrick, but ain't nobody in no club setting ever been like, yo, you you, 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 rock, you playing that new Kendrick? Like, no one's Scaring the whole music. That's oh. a litter. And I love scaring the whole music, but like, they were just scaring the hoe. Like, I said, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm out, y'all. Bye. Maybe we'll do better for the 51st child. <laughs> Somebody said we got another fifty years to get this shit together. They better hurry. They better get it together now. Hopefully, yeah. we can be popping and having a ball in fifty years, and we can be there and celebrate. That would be so. Yeah. Oh my god, I just realized that. Yeah, in fifty years. Wow. Because technically, we all could still be alive. Right. Right. Oh, we are right now. We could be alive and be at the Hip Hop One Hundred. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on. 100 years. Don't no. play with it. I cannot. I'm trying to be there. That's what I'm manifesting. That's what I'm manifesting on the next new moon. I'm going to be alive for the hip-hop 100. The next new moon is killing me now, Stephanie, a witch. Wow. Oh, my God. Get me off the show. Oh, my God. Thank y'all for having me. Thanks, Thanks for coming for on and sharing your wisdom and insight. Yes. This was a ball. All right, another episode in the bag. That's 103. Wow. Come on, y'all. That right. Once you start them, those those digits, like (laughs) don't play with it. Don't play with it. (laughs) For real. (laughs) (sighs) A show. All right, girl. 
doll world with latitude and longitude. <laughs> we can get merch that say that. <laughs> Bye, y'all.